Hello, welcome, bienvenue, konnichiwa, ni hao jambo, marhaba. It's time for the Armist Inquisition yet again. Episode 316 on Sunday the 11th of February 2024. I'm Phil. I'm Ben. And I'm Matt. And we're very happy to be joined once again by Dan Stevens. How are you doing, Dan? Hi, guys. Thanks for the invitation. Thanks for letting me back on again. I think it's the second time now, isn't it? It is, mm. yeah. Have you dug up any ancient corpses since the last time you were on? No, 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 not no. at all. Not at all. Who are in the same position oh, as we were before. So, uh, <laughs> no history before 1975. Yeah. That'd be, I remember now. That's not what we're talking about today, though, is it? Yeah, you remember? Yes, I remember. Yeah, yes. Hidden history we were talking about and uh, who's really running the show, how long have we been here, and uh, why can we not find any uh, large scale evidence of human remains before 1700? Yeah. Well, I wonder what episode I should, if I was on the ball, I would know the episode number so people could check that out, go back and, uh, oh, and listen to it. 2.33. Oh, 2.33. Right. Okay. There you go. Well, you've done some, where are you now? What are you on now? 3.16. 3.16. It was about a year ago, years, I think, though. weren't it? I thought uh, it was about a year ago. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so check out that if you want to uh, delve into hidden history. But tonight, you've been tweeting a lot about geoengineering and what's going on in the skies mm. and other subjects like that. So, And it's not something we've, we've talked about, really. Only sort of no. glancing blows here and there. So, yeah, I thought that would uh, be a good thing to get your opinion on and see what you think's going on in the world right now. Yeah, it's an interesting one, geoengineering. Because um, I didn't really pay much attention to it initially. Um you know, through, what, 2016, 2017, you'd hear a, a little bit about kind of chemtrails and, um, you know, people that were talking about chemtrails were, were crazy, typically American, yeah. and we wasn't seeing anything really like it so much in the UK or, or certainly um, not on the scale that seems to have been happening in America. Is that because we're so I think the issue is the, over the, here, Dad, or... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think the issue is that what people were seeing in the, in the, in America uh, and other parts of the world wasn't necessarily what we were seeing in the UK. Um, you know, what we're seeing now is 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 massive grids and crosses sprayed in the sky that are clearly not condensation trails. Um, but obviously, you know, people were seeing that in the United States. Uh, we were being told they were crazy, and obviously, we thought they were because we wasn't seeing what they were seeing. And if we wasn't seeing anything abnormal to the, to the extent that they was, then, then why would we be questioning it? Yeah. So I, 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 you know, at the time I was kind of probably have gone down a few more rabbit holes now than I had then. And my view is that if, if people that were talking about pyramids and aliens and ancient machining and Atlantis wasn't talking about 
chemtrails, uh, then it, it must be crazy because, you know, if these big conspiracy type uh, truth accounts weren't talking about it, then, you know, surely if there was something in it, then then they would have been picking this up as well. Um and what I suspect now is that some of those those bigger accounts are, are deliberately talking about everything but um, geoengineering. So, uh, so yeah, I, I I started paying attention to it purely because you know my background was was cycling. I'd got involved in a, a doping scandal. You know, I'd, I'd sponsored pro cycling teams. Um, we'd competed at the highest level, and most of my most of my kind of teenage. The younger years were spent on a bike doing four or five hour rides up to kind of 70 to 100 miles. So I, I know the weather. You know, if you're sitting on a bike outside in the countryside for four or five hours every day, you kind of get, get an idea of what's going on with wind and rain and clouds and weather forecasts and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I really noticed the change in the weather and, and what was going on throughout the pandemic. Um, before the pandemic, I'd seen things that just seemed a little bit strange. Like we'd we'd do a certain ride where it was kind of forty miles in one direction, and you turn around and, and ride the way you, you'd you'd headed out, and you'd have a headwind in both directions, um, which we'd never seen before. That's strange. Mm. Did the wind not? Uh, just uh, what, so what's happening with the geoengineering is that that they'd operating a process of solar radiation management where they're spraying particles in the sky to reflect the sunlight. So what you see is changes in high and low pressure and you're sort of seeing downward air shifts, which is causing winds coming down rather than blowing left or right or north, south, whatever it was. So you kind of get in these circular headwinds where, you know, something's, you know, blocking the heat out from above and you get a sudden sort of, you know, cold pressure comes in, which isn't, which isn't coming in from from kind of weather movement. It's coming in from from like something's been placed, like an umbrella's been placed above you. So that hot hair, hot air that's now been blocked has to move and has to go somewhere, which is why you see an ab- abnormal winds. And if if you look at the weather this week, um, I think it was super windy uh, Sunday. I was in Midlands on Sunday. On a Monday and Tuesday the skies were relatively clear and they were laying down a lot of these grids and doing the spraying. Come Wednesday, the skies were overcast, uh, really grey. And in Thursday, Friday, you get torrential rain. You know, I've been out walking the dog this morning and, and most of the fields where I am are completely flooded, like we've never seen it before. And this is this is a night, what, two days' worth of, of rain. Something I've noticed this winter particularly, people keep telling me how shit and wet it's been. But it seems yeah, but they're un- making unnaturally it rain, wet. Without a doubt. Making it rain. And um so yeah, so I, I started um tweeting about this to really like you know, I think most people that follow my account regularly know that I'm not really on Twitter to sort of get attention or or really even to share my thoughts. What I'm using Twitter for to gauge the response from the bots so i'll put posts out and i'll i'll look at what what bot comments you get for those posts and it's the bot comments that legitimize this and um you know my my twitter account grew because i was you know involved in this doping scandal and then it was suddenly shadow banned and what i saw through the pandemic 
was certain tweets on certain subjects were getting boosted. Although the account was shadow banned, I'd see uh, one post, for example, asked why why vaccines are a risk to the you know the un, why I think the tweet was why are the unvaccinated a risk to the vaccinated? Right. So on a shadow banned ca- account, which was getting two or three or four likes, that suddenly got I think it was four or five thousand likes. Wow. Overnight. Is this so? So that was clearly boosted. So what what they were doing is is boosting this. And obviously, while this was going on, I was I was looking at the weather and thinking, well, the weather was a bit strange. Um, and certain sort of, I've been joining dots on certain activity on Twitter, especially around the bots, especially around sickness, respiratory infections, uh, myocarditis, um, asthma. Uh, nasal polyps, loss of smell, um, and all of these symptoms seem to be coming from something that's been sprayed in the air. And you can very easily link that to the PCR tests where they were using a a forensic test that wasn't designed to diagnose a virus but was designed to collect samples. And they were sticking them down the back end of everyone's nose before the aeroplanes were downed and then again after the aeroplanes were downed and you can, you can start looking at timelines as well so mask mandates were never enforced until the end of june 2020 yeah. Yeah. right within a week of them enforcing those face masks they then put the planes back in the sky so by then we we're already six months into a pandemic what's the, the pandemic what's the rationale was used for that, to down though? the aircraft What's the rationale Pardon? for bringing the mass mandate in? Well, they knew what they were going to be spraying when they put the planes back in the sky. But do you think that they think the mass did anything? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think they knew. They suspect they they suspected that the um, particles they were spraying would cause health problems once they put the planes back in the sky. But what they needed to do before they upped this geoengineering campaign is to remove the planes for a period of three or four months and then collect control data. So they created a global set of control data of what people's nasal cavities would look like before they'd done the spraying. And then they put the planes back in the sky, changed your road layouts, put blue dots on the floor to keep you looking down, not up. Don't remind me Told you to social distance. (laughs) Yeah. Then got you all wearing face masks and then carried on uh, with the PCR tests, and that was collecting data once the spraying started. What they did is they increased the spraying incrementally, week on week, while they were collecting data through the PCR tests via the yellow card reporting system. And they used the truth movement to put the fear of God into the vaccinated because they, they and the COVID people who didn't get vaccinated who, who thought they had COVID to report their symptoms on the yellow card reporting system. Yeah. And then by December, they rolled out the vaccine and then told everyone they'd be getting vaccine image, uh, damages. So I think what, they, what they've what they done is they've wholesale created the pandemic to down the planes, to clear the skies, to then put the planes back in the sky. And and what people have done is, is they've, they've lost track of what the sky looked like when they downed the planes. Because when you talk to people about COVID, they say, oh, well, the sky was really clean, really clear. 
in lockdown when the planes weren't in the sky. Oh, yeah. When they put the planes back in the sky, it looks really different. Well, no, what's happened is you've forgotten what it looked like for those three or four months. And then when they've returned to the sky, things then look slightly different. So, so I don't think things were clearer through COVID. And I've checked a lot of my pictures, you know, like we, we as everyone did through COVID and lockdowns, you started a new hobby. We started flying drones. So I got loads of like GoPro footage and, you know, video footage, et cetera, taken from drones and the skies weren't clear. So, you know, you, you put things out on Twitter and, and people reply to you and a lot of them are bots. But I got sent a, a link for, for two documents dated 2009, right? One of these documents was the House of Commons uh, report on the regulation of geoengineering. Yeah, okay. that was dated in 2010. So in 2010, the House of Commons were created a report after a, a meeting at the Royal Institution that was discussing the the naming of geoengineering and what you'd classify as geoengineering. So the Royal Institution report was very clear in terms of it saying that the uh, definition of geoengineering uh, in one instance is solar radiation management. And solar radiation management is described in the Royal Institution report as a process of spraying particles into the sky to block out the sun. So what they want to do is, is spray uh, aluminium, similar particles, into the sky through stratospheric aerosol spraying, which has got thousands and thousands of patents to support the technology, right? The Royal Institution report has got all of the backlinks to all of the experiments done on this. So the Royal Institution was defining what geoengineering is. So it's a process of cloud thinning, stratospheric aerosol spraying, and CO2 removal. A year later, the House of Commons writes a report called The Regulation of Geoengineering. So here we are, 2009, House of Commons, the Royal Institution defined what geoengineering is. In 2010, the House of Commons write a report to regulate that activity. Yeah. So if that was a conspiracy theory and this, this stratospheric aerosol spraying isn't happening, why would the House of Commons be looking to regulate it? Yeah, because we know from history that politicians tend to act after the event rather than in advance yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when you dig deeper, you'll find an a article in the Telegraph and the Daily Mail um, that is based on the disclosure of freedom of information um, data where the RAF killed 35 people in a village in Devon through weather modification experiments. I've heard this story. So what they were doing yeah. is running experiments to make it rain. The rain caused a massive flood, flooded the village, killed 35 people. Yeah, I've just pulled up the uh, the House of Colum Commons. It's If anyone wants to look it up, it's House of Commons Science and Technology Committee, and it's titled The Regulation of Geoengineering. Yeah. Fifth report, 2000, yeah. So, yeah. so, so the patents. Like I, I found patents for um, the air, the aircraft guidance systems. Um, and if you once you once you get the gist of what the lingo is here, so 
what you've got is the Discovery Channel, History Channel, you know, Science Channel, BBC, saying everyone's crazy because it's chemtrails, chemtrails, chemtrails. So if you if you go off and Google patents for chemtrails, obviously nothing's going to come up. But if you start searching for the you know the the bullshit bingo buzzwords in this, and you say look for phrases like uh, CO2 removal, stratospheric aerosol spraying, um, solar radiation management, guidance systems of solar radiation management, aircraft radar um, uh, technology, and, and all of these kind of things that you need to get the aircraft in the right location at the right time at the right altitude. You'll find them all. There's, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them, and they go and they date back to as early as 1913. So I was just trying to ask then: Is this all related to um, global warming, climate change catastrophe, basically? Um, yeah. Well, the, the 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 House of Commons report is is really interesting because uh, it it refers to the Royal Institution report pretty much all the way through the document. So they've onboarded the brains to work on this tech through the climate hoax. So what they're saying is that the, the world is obviously getting warmer. Uh, you guys are top scientists. You're not questioning your peers in the same university as you're in. You're not going to question the academia. academia. But you've got the know-how and the intelligence and the capabilities to work on these cloud seeding and weather modification experiments. So you've got a, a group of, of academics and scientists and institutions working on this on the belief that the climate issues are as we're told. Now, obviously, if they're not, um, you, you know, something else is going on here with this, this stuff that they're spraying into the sky. But the issue, the core issue here is that you're right in what you're saying, Matt, that everything's been done under the pretext of CO2, yeah, uh, and CO2 removal. So the reports both go into detail on on how that is being done and the methodology. Um, but the, the key here is cloud thinning, cloud creation, and the um, the process is is stratospheric aerosol spraying. And the reference point that they refer to in terms of the science and the you know the 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 motivation for the science, they refer to the Icelandic um, vol volcano ash cloud, which cooled the earth. So they're they're referring to a global ash cloud, ash cloud, one of the biggest ash clouds in our history, that clearly demonstrated that it could reduce the temperature. They're referring to increased temperatures, and they uh, make a number of points on how they want to replicate that ash cloud. Yeah, and the period that they want to do this to up to is the year twenty one hundred. So this is a long-term project. And within that document, what they say, and they're very clear on this, is that this is a global experiment that's never been done before. Not once do they refer to uh, the damage it could cause to human health, ever. They mention uh, in one of the reports that they surveyed a number of Japanese um, civilians 
uh, a proportion of Japanese society, and they asked them whether experiments on on you know whether manipulation would be a positive thing. And obviously, all these Japanese guys um, in this survey said, "Yeah, of course it would." You know, and in their mind, they're probably thinking, "I'd love to have a sunny, bright, clear, rainless day every day." But of course, the reality is very different. What they're doing is is whatever modification to produce something that looks very much like the Icelandic out uh, Icelandic ash cloud that completely blocks out the sun that generates rain. And of course, the uh, when when they went back to these um, civilians and said, "Well," You know, you you agree that it would be a positive if we developed this technology. Would it be a positive if we actually started rolling out this technology now? All of them said, no, absolutely not. Don't mess with the weather. So they know that the public won't uh, allow them to mess with the weather. So that's your starting point. One thing the bots will say is, Dan, you're crazy, mate. This has been going on since the 60s, since the 70s. You know, Richard Ashcroft has written uh, music about this. Prince has spoken about this. Uh, uh, Lana Del Rey named a new album that was released just as the pandemic kicked off, um, mentioning uh, Chemtrail, I think it's called Chemtrails Over the Country Club. Um, But, of course, that work is the R&D level stuff. That's that's lower level. Lana Del Rey, uh, more she works regional. in R and D. What's that say? Lana, Lana Del Rey works in R and D. Is she just the public face? Is this um, what do they call it, where you sort of drip feed the predictive. messaging out? I think it's probably called predictive programming. Yeah. Um, and what what um, has been going on with the chemtrails and what the, what some of the bots uh, do? is say, well, this has been going on for years. So when when you start talking about uh, COVID being a cover story for a global rollout of a geoengineering campaign that was discussed and regulated in 2010, what the bots say is, no, it can't be anything to do with COVID because this has been going on for years and years and years. But, of course, that activity is the research and development activity that then allows you to roll it out on a global basis at a later, a later date. Now, the reports are clear. They say that to, to lower global um, temperatures, you need to roll it out on a global basis. So it's a global experiment. Right. You mentioned that um, the public won't go for this. I just wonder, well, I wonder, give it another 10 years. It seems like the younger generation are a bit more uh, (laughs) disturbed in their view of the the risk of global climate warming change. And maybe they would go for it if if they pump the fear uh, up enough, you know. You know, it's becoming pretty clear that a large proportion of this sort of truth movement are now realising that the CO2 thing is a bit of a hoax. Um, you know, what do we produce? Humans produce 1% of 99% of the CO2 released globally. So to, to argue that CO2 emissions are a thing and it's contribu- contributing to change in temperature, you've got to prove that the 99% that we're not producing, um, you know, is then being changed by the 1% that we are producing. Yeah, 1%. So of- the arguments are complete non-starter before it's even begun. 
um, which is why you're seeing puppets like John Kerry, you know, being paraded around in these NATO meetings to try and sell um, the the climate change hoax. Yeah, I, I come to the view that it's more of a scam, more of a monetary scam than uh, th- than anything. Like people like Kerry, it's because they've got so much money riding on it, and that they want to yeah. bring in this carbon tax system. Yeah, where uh, yeah. you are the carbon so, they want to reduce. So the irony here is that we we suspect the uh, the climate change thing is is a bit of a non-starter, right? They've onboarded the brains to deal with the geoengineer on the basis that they need to change the climate. But, of course, the climate doesn't need changing, but they're changing the climate. So while they're changing the climate, they're telling telling us we're changing the climate as they're changing the climate. Why do they want to change the climate? That's, that is a good question, because if, if they're selling this through Royal Institution report, through House of Commons report, and they're, they're banding around climate change, global temperatures are increasing, we want to reduce the temperatures. Why are these people so hell-bent on trying to reduce the temperatures? What's going on? I don't get it. I don't know. What? what? So something else is going on. Right, yeah. And if something else is going on, um, it would make sense that, that we'd start seeing cracks in the cover story. We start seeing cracks in vaccines. We start and vaccine injuries. You know, if you Google vaccine, COVID vaccine, and the word saline, you'll see that every single country has run a story to say that their population or a proportion of their population was um, injected with a saline solution. Yeah. Every every so that that's. That's getting ahead of the story. It's it's kind of a limited hangout, but in reverse because you're, you know, you don't need to do that yet. But if it ever came out that these vaccines weren't the thing that was causing injuries, and what is causing heart disease, what is causing respiratory problems, what is causing the rise of asthma, what is causing an increase in issues like nasal polyps, what is causing people to lose their smell, what is causing people to lose their taste, is the toxic crap they're spraying in the sky. And you're not telling anyone that you're doing that. Before you do that, you need to create the perception of, of those those issues already being in place. And while you're creating the perception of those issues already being in place, which you're doing by saying that flu has disappeared, but obviously the flu you might have could be worse than you think it has, is... But the flu you don't have could also be really, really bad. That's how you you group like society together to get this this pre-spraying data through the PCR tests. You know, the PCR test is clearly not designed to detect viruses, is it? Well, the the inventor but, of it said that. Yeah, but what it what it is designed to do is swab a sample and then see what's on that swab. So if you're about to do, if you're about to run a global geoengineering operation, the, f- the thing you need to do is get an idea of what society looked like en masse all over the world before you run that experiment. So imagine the scenario here, right? I say to Matt, Matt, I've got a cunning plan. Right, we're going to make millions out of this because we know we can't run 
endless wars anymore because everyone's got an, got an idea of what's going on and kind of running out of countries to invade. So we want a new racket and we want to we want to use the military industrial complex's resources to run this racket, right? Now, this racket is basically us blocking out the clouds, blocking out the sun. So I've got no idea what it's going to do to everyone, but I'm going to run it globally, and it might poison everyone. <laughs> but how much money are we going to make? Yeah, how do much? you think? How do you think we're going to tell him we're going to do it, mate? We're going to pretend there's something else going on, slip it in there, misdirection. Yeah, yes, yeah. Now, one of the other problems we've got is we need to collect a PCR sample from everyone all over the world before we start doing this this geoengineering experiment. Have you how guys, do we uh, tell them to go too? and get a PCR a PCR test? without telling them we're doing the experiment. And then when we do the experiment, we also need to get more PCR tests because we're going to increase it incrementally based on what they can barely tolerate. Have you guys uh, put together a business case for this? Because I think you've you've missed a step here. What's <laughs> what's the point? Oh, by the way, a few, a few people might money. die. The money. For how? <laughs> how, much so, did, how much did the UK government borrow? In 2020, probably more. Well, it's me. not really how much they borrowed; it's where they it's where they sent the money to. That's what I mean. Yeah, to to yeah. contractors. So who received contractors. all the money? How Fat. much money have Ukraine? So right. So if you're running a covert geoengineering program under the cover of a global pandemic, right, and you then inject everyone with a saline solution, right. Would it make sense to then launder all the taxpayers' money through organisations like Pfizer, like Moderna? Would you then create a fake war in Ukraine, launder all the money through, just give all your money to Ukraine? Get America to just give all their money to Ukraine? Ukraine can then funnel that into the funds you need to run a global geoengineering operation. Well, the way it works So what you've got going on here, your business plan... Ben, yeah, is this? You've got to pay for a global geoengineering operation. It just so happens that as this pandemic kicks off, a load of money headed in the direction of Ukraine. Why? Why are we running a global geoengineering operation again? Because I, I the House of Commons tell you it sounds very expensive. <laughs> What's the point? Well, the reason we're running it is because the House of Commons have told you that the they need to run it. Well, what? Because they've, they've given you a report called of, the House of Commons Science and Technology Report on the Regulation of Geoengineering. On the basis of we have to prevent global climate warming yeah. change. And, and that report refers to all the patents and experiments that have already been done on that. Okay, and will it prevent yeah. global climate warming change? Well, does it need to? Like, the fact is, they're telling you... It's going to, and what seems to be happening at the moment is the reverse. The climate's actually getting warmer. What what was it today? Fourteen degrees, end of like first week, second week in February, wherever we are. It doesn't sound like a very good idea to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't no. get the point. <laughs> no, which is, which is why the public wouldn't accept it, would they? So I do it, but they are doing it. 
you know, we can see it in the skies. Um, else to do. They're telling you they're doing it. Bill Gates oh, I, has already said he's put 100 million into it. Yeah, he wants to block the sun out, Bill Gates. He's said it. You know, Bill Gates has been, Bill Gates has just given you a check for 100 million. You know, in this faux business meeting that we're running here, right? You know, I suppose I'd, I'd say to, to Ben, you know, do we, do we think this is going on, given that you're now sitting on a check for 100 mil specifically for the purpose of this operation? I'm already thinking yes 100 no. mil is not enough. <laughs> we need no, more. No. more. I need more. So do we, yeah. Yeah. So do we, you know, like you, you, I think I've spoke, I'm not sure I've spoke to you guys about this, but I, I spoke to Sonia Poulton um, on this. Fashion forecasting uh, is is run wholesale by a company called WGSN, right? In 2018, WGSN were forecasting high street colours for the, the summer, for the spring of 2020, yeah? So in 2018, uh, WGSN published the two key colours for spring of 2020, one was mint green and the other one was sky blue. Right. Scrubs. Two years before we run out of PPE. Oh, yeah. In 2021, the colours forecast by WGSC, WGSN <laughs> in the year 2019 were blue and yellow. <laughs> so in 2018, they forecasted uh, mint green and and sky blue, which just as a coincidence happens to be the colours of PPE. Yeah, and then for the following summer, they they basically forecast the colours of the Ukrainian flag. What have they forecast for this year? Mm. It's all Earth colours, military, ages, grey, khaki, khaki, and yeah, navy khaki. blue, Wonderful. and also red uh, is forecast. <laughs> Now, you can Google it. If you just Google WGSM, if you just Google purist blue and neo-mint uh, spring, uh, spring 2020, you'll see the two colours. What actually is WGSM? Is it like They're an international... That's the they were talking it's about. WGSN are owned by The Guardian. WGSN are part the of Guardian? the same news group that's owned by The Guardian. Right. Yeah. So when you, when you go to your local shopping centre and you see that, like, New Look and... I don't know, Zara and Uniqlo and, you know, these other brands are all carrying exactly the same colours. That's because they are just following well-forecasted colours. If you've got any friends or relatives that are a fashion grad, a student at any of the universities, they get given a WGSN logon. WGSN charge about £800 a month for their forecasting service if you set up a clothing brand. And so they they seed it into the students. They give it to them for free. They build it into academia, and then they roll it out through, um, um, you know, through the commercial world. And that pays so that's owned by the Guardian News Group. Who uh, who decides the colours then? How did how did they get decided though? Well, they say that they've got complex algorithms that monitors <laughs> the catwalk and, and the news and everything else. Right. And okay. And what what uh, Virgil Abloh is is designing ends up you know two years later. So obviously, if you're planning a, a war in Ukraine or you're planning a pandemic, you could just seed it to Vivian Westwood, get her to stick those colours on there. You see what I'm saying? A few years ahead of time. Obviously, she's dead now, so she wouldn't be be up for it. But um, you get the gist of what I'm saying, yeah. You, you're living in a in a wholesale controlled 
world. What where about... You, where your thoughts are not your own. It, it's crazy. Are they done actually turning the frogs gay? <laughs> are they what? Are they turning the frogs gay? I don't know. I think they're trying to turn everyone gay, aren't they? Well, that's, that was kind of where I was going. Do you think there's any gender-bending uh, side to this? It's all, mate, it's all bullshit. It's all, it's all distraction. It's all distraction. You know, and they'll see this sort of crap out there to people like John Mappin and he'll feed it through in about, like, link it to QAnon and all this kind of crap. It is all distraction. Yeah? All, all of this stuff with, with you know, um, people getting microchipped and reverse engineering UFOs and aliens building pyramids. Like, it, it's all distraction. The, o- the only thing that really matters that is your what appears to be, you appear to be living through a real life, basically a, a real life terraforming project. Speaking of distraction, uh, and when you, Dan, when you simmer this down to what they're doing, what, what, if you define what terraforming is, it's, it's changing the climate. Simple as that. I'm, I'm still stat, sat here at the table with my $100 million. I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> that that went a long time colors. ago. <laughs> that went a long time ago. <laughs> but you, you see it. You, 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 you know, you look at this stuff and if you sit outside um, in a field, you can literally see them doing it. You know, I've, I'm kind of lucky because I've had some time on my hands, but I sat down with a head teacher of a private school recently, um, really intelligent guy, and I said, do you know what that is in the sky? And he went, yeah, say, it's the exhaust fumes of an aeroplane. Contrail, yeah. Well, okay, well, where's Greta at the moment? Where, why? Why isn't, If that's the exhaust fumes of an aeroplane, why are we not talking about this in the context of saving the environment? Anyway, good, good, good thinking. I was like, well, I'll tell you now, it's not the exhaust fumes of an aeroplane. What it what it is, and what they say it is, is that that aeroplane is flying at between 20 to 30,000 feet, right? At 20 to 30,000 feet is between minus 40 and minus 60 degrees. So the engines on that plane are piping hot. And as they hit that air at minus 40 or minus 60 degrees, that produces condensation, right? In the same way your kettle produces condensation or a hot bath produces condensation. That condensation freezes in the air and leaves a trowel, and that's called a condensation trowel, right? That's exactly what we all used to sit there looking at when we were kids. They were maybe, you know, from our our kind of ground-based perspective, they were maybe a... uh, a water vapor that was perhaps, you know, to us it looked like three, four, five inches long, maybe. What you didn't see when you were a child is they went from horizon to horizon. They were followed up with five or six other planes who then turned around and and sprayed a grid pattern going in the other direction that stayed there and dispersed into a cloud that's supported by radar activity where you can see that what they're doing in the air, looking at the radar tracks of these planes, that then turns the whole sky grey and caused it to piss down with rain for a good day or two afterwards. And then when that rain start, rain clouds start clearing, you see the cracks in the clouds, you can see how much they've gone to town above the clouds. Once they've got the grey cloud cover, they absolutely smash it. Do you think the pilots know what they're doing? No, this is not... It's, it isn't... Look... 
If you ever fly into Edinburgh, where I'm not sure you guys, whereabouts are you guys based? Mordor. <laughs> Mordor. Like Lancashire. <laughs> Lancashire. Yeah. Right, so I'm in the southeast, so I can fly from London Stansted to Edinburgh. And you literally take off and you land. Yeah. It's it's like a 45 minute flight, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's including getting off the ground, getting up to speed, and then landing. So you're only up to full speed for a short time. These are, is it 787s? Travel at 580 mile an hour. They've got a flight range of 7,000 miles on a commercial basis carrying passengers. So you could fly up and down the UK at that speed. Like from Land's End to John O'Groats is 600 miles. Right? Doing 500 mile an hour, you could fly up and down the UK on a 7,000 mile tank pretty much for 10 or 12 hours straight. Yeah, if you had a fleet of 25 or 45 of these aircraft just going up and down, up and down, up and down, or circling in a figure of eight, you that was all you'd need. And what you see when you when you look at these telegram groups where people are posting these pictures, they're all posting pictures that what look like the there's loads and loads and loads of planes. Well, there isn't. You don't need loads and loads of planes. You only need a fleet of 30 to 40 planes flying figure of eight patterns over the UK. On that basis, what? the pilots must know then, because they're not going no, from one direction. No, because they're military pilots right. or drones. You don't need you. So one of the one of the bullshit cover stories that the bots perpetrate is that do you think the entire commercial airline industry is on this? Like, on it, yeah. wicked. Well done, Mister Bot. No, you're a prick. I'm not saying that. You're trying to make it look like I'm saying that. You know very well that that's not going on, which is exactly why you're saying that is going on. And it's exactly why you're saying, I think that's going on. No, it's military or drones. And it's happening in regional areas, in in batches. You see see them doing it. When you look at the radar patterns, they look much like a tractor driving up and down in a field. And what what you're seeing on these these um, these spraying lines at the end of a line, it, it kind of bears off at a 45 degree angle, in like it's almost as if it's a J. So when you look at the farmer tracks in the fields and they do a U-turn, if they if they're doing a U-turn to the right, and the turning circle won't allow them to do that, they've got to turn left before they go right to increase the size of the turning circle, right? So what you're seeing is these chemtrails go and then you, you see a 45-degree bend and then they stop. They switch it off, do a U-turn and fly parallel back along the same line. Now, you think that's two aircraft. It's not. It's the same aircraft. Where What are they spraying and where does that go in the plane? Like the tanks? Well, in the in the patents, what they say, in some of the patents, they're, not, they're, they're spraying um, aluminium. So the aluminium creates a fake um, ice cloud that then allows water to bond with it. In some instances in the patents, they're saying they're spraying nothing but salt. You've still got to get it up there, though, and that's that's a so this is, reason. You know, like when you, you spray of... your Lynx deodorant out of an air... Out of I your, do uh... not use Lynx deodorant, <laughs> sir. <laughs> not fair. But you get a lot of sprays out of it. So, so what's happening here is this is a this is a chemical activity that's causing water to bond with it through an artificial process. Yeah, what they're not doing is landing on the runway, opening up the cargo bay, and picking up a box full of fake clouds and then kicking them out the back of the airplane. 
That seems like the most sensible way to do it, though. What they're doing is spraying a chemical compound out of the back of the plane that causes a reaction that mirrors the reaction you'd get when the when nature is building a cloud. So, so just... the particles they're using are designed to attract water vapor, which is already in the air. Just look at an article from CNB, C, CNBC, and they're talking about using uh, silver iodide spraying out the yeah. back of the plane. Yeah. That's Do what... you remember what QAnon was saying? Buy no. gold, buy gold, buy gold in 2020, right? Look at the price of silver in 2020. Yeah, it, it skyrockets up. Now, if that doesn't, if that's not supported by the price of gold, then it looks a bit suspect because someone's buying all the silver. And this aluminium remarkably does the same thing. So at the same time, you get this conspiracy coming out talking about Jazara and, and you know, all this kind of stuff and gold-based fiat currencies and all this crap. What they were doing is using it to inflate the price of gold to hide the fact that someone's gone and bought all the bloody aluminium. Ah, and it's the it. aluminium they're spraying. Oh, also, so these conspiracies that we're mm. seeing are cover stories. They're, use, they're using conspiracy to increase the price of gold. They, they want to increase the price of gold because they want to dilute the increase in silver and the increase in aluminium price. Just look at the price of aluminium. It skyrockets out the blue. Yeah, closely followed by a fuel shortage. Where's all the fuel gone? Why did the price of fuel go up? I mean, Who I- needs all the fuel? I remember in 2020 the price of copper going up because I'm in that industry and a lot of other metals. Alchemy. Yes, I'm an alchemist <laughs> yeah. part-time. But, yeah. you know, the yeah. story is, well, that's supply chain, you know. The, the world was shut down and uh, so demand. Because it wasn't just yeah. metals. The bag, uh, You know, you couldn't get a bag of plaster if you wanted to skim out a, a bedroom, you know. Yeah. I've got a friend that works in uh, one of the big London hospitals and while they were running stories on the meat, on the BBC saying it ran out of PPE. He was standing in the uh in the um in the warehouse for the hospital looking at crates and crates and crates full of PPE. I can believe that. There was there was so much dodgy dealing going on as well. And we've seen that what who's that? Michelle Moan, is it? She's is a one that's been made public, isn't it? A Tory peer. But I mean, mm. shit, that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, there was that I mean. much cheap money, our money, mm. sloshing about, being sold to the mm. highest, dirtiest bidder to supply a load of shit. You know, people were setting up companies left, right and centre mm. to get on the bandwagon. There's massive gravy chain coming. We're borrowing half a trillion quid. It's mm. going on the never, never for our grandkids. Who wants a piece? Can't believe I missed so One, one issue is, if what I'm saying is right, and all these politicians and government are involved in this cover story, the question I've got is, would that explain why there's zero accountability? To who? To the political class? Yeah, so anyone that's, that's you know, uh, involved in these sort of COVID vaccine pandemic wrongdoings assuming the pandemic and the COVID vaccines and the injuries and all the sickness and all the PCR is all part of the cover story for geoengineering, would that explain why there's zero accountability to any of these people that have done those wrongs? Because those wrongs are actually just, you know, part of the the process of hiding what's going on here. I don't think it's that complicated, Dan. I think it's just that the system stinks, <laughs> it reeks, and it always has done. 
And, you know, the people will say, well, they will get the come up, comeuppance in May this year because we'll have an election. Yay! That'll make all the difference when yeah. we get the next lot of, lot, lot of twats in. And, and this, this geoengineering tells you, it shows you one thing, that we're already living in a, a one-world government scenario because it's a global geoengineering operation. Do you think this, because, uh, you know, the, the nonsense kicked off in China... So, I mean, how's that? Work? How does that play into your narrative? What happened with China and the, uh, well, the lockdown there? And that? It's a it's a genius move, isn't it? Because you say, well, there is no people. COVID's replaced the flu. Everyone says, oh, come off it! You're taking the piss. It hasn't replaced the flu. It is the flu. And then all the conspiracy guys say, oh no, 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 no! It was released out of a bio lab, and the government say, no, of course it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. And just as all the the truth movements say, yeah, look, there is no COVID. It's all bullshit. The government say, "Oh, actually, actually, uh, yeah, we did, uh, we did accidentally fuck up, and that has come out of the bio lab." And all the treatments say, "Yeah, see, I told you so." We're mugs, <laughs> absolute mugs. It's just the, you know, all these truth guys are more akin to the sheep they say they're not. Yeah, they have played everyone lock, stock, and barrel. And what they've done is they've rewarded some of the truth movement as they're, as they're buying into this bullshit. Because what they're saying is, here's more kind of conspiracy and cover story that we want you to put out there. But as you as you start buying into more of it, guess what you're doing? You're raising your vibration. You're, you're moving to 4G. You're resonating up. It's, it's wholesale nonsense. Yeah, what they're doing is they're, they're literally treating you like a seal and they're throwing fish at you to get you clapping. <laughs> yeah, now the more fish you eat and the more people you tell down the pub about this stuff, the more you think you're rising above it and raising your frequency, the more you're lapping it up. So you've got these guys and, and a lot of them are bots I'm seeing now. What I'm saying on my Twitter and I'm testing the water on this is I'm saying, look, uh, I think some of these supposed vaccine side effects might actually be coming from the geoengineering and there's bots on there that are saying no you're you're people like you are dangerous you're controlled opposition this is absolutely 100 vaccine where's your where's the mode what's the modus operandi there what's the motivation yeah some of these accounts have never commented on any of my posts before and yet the minute you say actually it might be the vax might not be the vax uh they're like bang on it straight away within seconds. Yeah, you and can't then you see it, it. astroturfed. Uh, no, and like I say, the tell here. Yeah, what 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 I'm doing with my Twitter account is I'm cross-examining the Wizard of Oz because these bots are like the Wizard of Oz's flying monkeys. If you nail one of them little bastards down and start asking them the questions, yeah. It will soon. It will soon reveal a a trail of breadcrumbs back to the wizard. So what what you're seeing in these these bots is the modus operandi of what's really going on here. Yeah, and these bots are completely controlled. The the, the a lot of these these uh, these bot camp bot um, accounts have got maybe thirty followers. Yeah, you know I found one the other day at 125. It was following 125 people. The account had been set up in 2012 and it had zero followers. You know, like as if that's a real person. And on the flip side, you're seeing other accounts with maybe four or five that are very much up to their neck in trust the plan and all this stuff. Um, 
and you know they're the ones jumping on it going no you must be like controlled opposition what you're trying to do is dilute the vaccine injuries and say that the vaccines are safe and effective because um it's not the geoengineering and what you're trying to do is say it's geoengineering because you're trying to dilute the vaccine injuries mm. bullshit they can fuck off yeah the reality is that every country has run a story trying to get ahead of them getting caught out. You know, there's reports saying that maybe 40% of the vaccines were a placebo. And there's stories in every country saying that um, there was a case where they'd injected saline solutions into people. Every country, without oh, we exception. Had one, we had one recently. Was it a nurse in Germany who got arrested? <laughs> that was one story that leaked out, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and she got arrested. And, 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 and so, if any, so if any, here's here's a thought, right? Let's go back to my uh, my suspicion. If you're running, so you you down the aircraft for three months, you round everyone up, take a PCR swab, and that tells you the level of toxicity that's in their nasal cavity. You then put the planes back in the sky. Knowing that it's potentially toxic, you then implement face masks. You then put blue dots all over the pavement that you look down on, saying social distance. You then go into every town all over the country and you rearrange the town layout, keep people distracted. Yeah. You then gradually increase your geoengineering activity from July 2020 onwards up to the year 2100 that being the year that's clearly stated in these documents. As people get sick, you need to find a way of explaining what that sickness is. As people are perfectly healthy, you need to find a way of getting those perfectly healthy people to take a PCR swab. Surprise, surprise, asymptomatic people with no health issues at all went and took a PCR swab on the suspicion that their perfect health might kill granny. You see Madazalan Matt's story, you see the increase in, in the spike in deaths in April. Guess where you don't see that spike in deaths echoed? In the data for deaths and burial for in the data for burials and cremations, that spike isn't in it. Where, where's that from, Dan? Is it like... honest, go, oh, if you could find the data for burials and cremations that's been asked for in FOIA requests. The April 2020 spike, supposedly caused by a Medazolam map, doesn't doesn't manifest itself in the data for burials and cremations in the same period. Right. You've got the truth movement saying, I don't trust the government. The government are liars. Don't trust any of the government. But they do trust the statistics put out by the government to show a spike in death. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, I don't trust the government, but I do trust the government on the data. You can't say the government are lying in uh, wholesale line. The pandemic's bullshit, but I know they killed everyone in these hospitals because there's government data showing. If the government decided to kill people in hospitals, do you think they'd really show that in a bloody chart? Well, what's not the you know? The re- come on, guys, like join the fucking dots here. You know, you should. You know, people need to start waking up. If the government set out to murder Granny. By allowing Matt Hancock to go and buy a ton of Medazolam, yeah, do you think they'd really then publish that data in the ONS? Probably of course not. they wouldn't. 
Of course they wouldn't. You wouldn't run a genocide and then run it up the bloody flagpole. I don't know. Maybe you're underestimating or you're overestimating no, I'm not the underestimating public. Them. Yeah, because this is, this is whole, it's wholesale psyopathy. Yeah, this is a psychological operation from start to finish that they 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 put the regulation in place for in 2009, 2011 and 10, knowing that they were going to do this. They were running research and development programs on the spraying from 1930 and they've been, and they've been playing with it. In 2020, they knew they needed to roll out a large-scale geoengineering operation. And what I suspect is one of these geoengineering experiments has gone tits up somewhere. That's what's happened. Some bugger somewhere has, has run a geoengineering operation and they've broken nature. And now they're in it too deep. What What's your rationale where for that? Why do you think nature's been broken? What's your evidence for that? Because they they suddenly needed to do this. Like ben said, well, why would they oh, do this? Right, okay. Yeah? So going back, this is, this is, this is the, the, the attempts to hide this are bigger than the Manhattan Project. Yeah, and we're living through it and we're seeing what's going on. You, we know they've been running these geoengineering experiments, right? We know they were looking to regulate it. We know that the patents exist. We know someone somewhere is doing this real time. If that's gone wrong and it's broken natural weather cycles, now you're in it too deep. Yeah, now you've got to then carry on. So in terms of what Ben's mentioned earlier, what's the business plan? Imagine the business plan. We fund a little bit. We put £100 million into some geoengineering operations, knowing that we can geoengineer the weather, we can modify the weather, and we can also fuck it up. What we do is we use the £100 million to fuck it up. We then use the billions and billions and billions after that to say we're trying to unfuck it. Yes, we use the we use the fuck up to justify more reason, more R and D, more spending. Problem, reaction, solution, simple mm. stuff. Well, I don't know. So then you see major truth accounts like Gareth Ike, for example, who's always walking around in the countryside, surprise, surprise, with his selfie stick, surprise, surprise, under the chemtrails, literally ignoring them. Until I stick it on Twitter that he's ignoring them, then literally the next day he goes out and talks about chemtrails. Riddle me that. <laughs> he's too busy looking for lizards. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He wants to be a Lanzarote, really, if he's looking for that. <laughs> See what, do you get the gist of what I'm saying, though, chaps? Come on, yeah. this is like yeah. engaged brain time. We're all being played, and we're being played to hide something else. I think that was a really interesting point you made about not trusting, you know, oh, I don't trust the government, but I will buy all this statistics coming out of the ONS, which, you know, exactly. his name, uh, what's he called, Zahawi, he was mm. the founder of the ONS. He, yeah. he was yeah. a chancellor briefly, home secretary, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And that's why there's zero accountability. And if you really want to ham it up and create cover for it all, you stick <laughs> the bugger on uh, I'm a Celebrity Jungle, whatever it's called, get me out of the jungle. That will really boost the conspiracy yeah, which allows us to hide the, the geoengineering. Yeah, that, you know, I'm an athlete, I'm pretty healthy. You know, I've developed nasal polyps. You know, I can't smell, lost my smell, developed asthma, struggling to breathe, not had the vaccine, not had COVID. Wow. What's going on? 
I've never heard of nasal polyps before. I've heard of throat ones. <laughs> Singers getting uh, yeah. like larynx, larynx polyps. I've never heard of nasal polyps before. Yeah, polyps caused by um, inf- uh, inflammation. Right. Uh, you know these autoimmune diseases, etc. Yeah. So your nasal cavity will just fill up. You feel like you're congested. Blah blah blah. Um, and then you're given cortisone um, to reduce the symptoms of that. But they, because of that you start following these little Facebook groups and I'm following the Facebook groups against the weather. And when they're spraying it, guess what you see in these nasal polyp Facebook groups? Oh, my symptoms are really bad today. Wow. Funny that. It's weird. In uh, 2021, I got an autoimmune condition and like, I've never had a single health problem in my life. I've always been perfectly healthy. And then I got like a, an eyeball autoimmune thing and I had to have steroids just completely out of the blue. And it cleared yeah. up after like a few months, but it's like, what the fuck? Talk to the on? vets, mate. Talk to the vets. How many how many people have got dogs that developed allergies? You know, there's so many people I know. You take your dog out and they're like, oh, your little little patch has had a nightmare in the last last six months. He's got all this rash come out on him. Right. Poor little sods running around in the grass. Guess what else they've done? Whatever, whatever. Uh, increased this geoengineering activity. They've stopped the farmers growing. Now, if you're spraying crap into the air, it's going to make all the fields toxic. Would it make sense to then curb back the food chain and not grow in those conditions? Right. Yes. Would it also make sense to pay farmers to rest their 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 fields? Yeah. Joining the dots yet? Yeah, we had the uh, well, the the, the grain shortage in uh, Eastern Europe as well. Which uh, the, yep, funny the, that. what was the cover story? Funny that. that. Now, obviously, you've got this all these truth accounts smashing out these farmer protests, and yeah. someone's organising that. Let's all organise a, a protest on geoengineering and see how far that gets, shall we? <laughs> yeah, it will get stopped immediately. I could just imagine like six people in a, a village pub <laughs> <laughs> shouting. Sounds, <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah, let's start one. But it's not, though, is it? Because millions of people, like, it's getting so obvious the, the weatherman's having to explain away bizarre clouds. I saw you know, they've just this invented week. 10 new types of clouds that we hadn't seen as kids, but apparently they've always been there. I saw this story this week 12, 12 new, uh, new cloud formations. Can oh, you name yeah. them? The exam's next week. No, but one was like an Anthropocene cum- cumulus or something. It was like, a, <laughs> this is the name for a man made cloud. Uh, we call it now. It's like a big long so it's, tube it's of thing. It's off the scale propaganda. You know, when they told you the flu disappeared and we all bought it, yeah. uh, it just lined us all up for, you know, the what's what was coming next. You know, it's, when, when you know what they're doing, you know where they're going with it, and they're going with this until 2100. Yeah, we're at the state, we're at the early stages of a global operation. They don't know what the symptoms or side effects were going to be. They don't know what they are yet, which is why they kept ducking and diving with COVID variants. You know, this compound has screwed everyone up today. Shit, let's let's invent a new variant, yeah? As they're spraying people, guess what they did? They made them queue up outside in the sunlight. And they also allocated all of those people a batch number under the pretext they were getting vaccines. And then what they did is they rerun the same spraying experiment two months later when they invited the same people to come back and stand underneath the same experiment again. 
And then when those people left, they gave them a little form, yeah? And that little form said, if you've got any symptoms or side effects, file the information on the yellow card reporting system. This is bio, this is like, this, you know, this is chemical, not, it isn't chemical warfare. This is not warfare. You know, this is toxins are spraying in the air to block out the clouds. They've got no idea how it's going to work, what it's going to do to the people. And they've lined people up en masse outside the towns, stuck a batch number on them, like Jews in Auschwitz, were barcoded, and then sent them over a little form to say, fill in your symptoms on the yellow card reporting system. You know, they all go away and get sick. Yeah, they immediately think, oh, it's the uh, it's the side effect of the vaccine. Yeah. It's not the side effect of the vaccine. Well, it's geoengineer operations, and this is what they're doing. And then what, what they're doing is repeating the operation, bringing you back a second time, repeating the operation, bringing you back a third time, bringing you back a fourth time, because we're the we're the generation they're experimenting on to take this up to the year twenty one hundred. Well, I just saw a, a news article today um, that they're talking. The JCVI is uh, talking about the spring booster campaign. So maybe stay indoors. And uh, when that happens, anyway, oh, it's, it, the whole thing is insane. I, I got to be frank. All I'm doing is looking at the uh, the dots here and the cover stories, looking at things in the truth movement, saying, "Well, if you can't, you know, how can you trust the government statistics on the one hand, then not trust them on the next hand?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How can you say the government lie? Um, but by the way, they've openly committed a genocide and they've reported their own statistics on it. Oh, but at the same time, they're completely corrupt and they lie to us. It's like, so they lie to you about one thing, but when they commit a genocide, they tell you they've done it. And the other thing they say is, well, they have to tell you what they've done, don't they? I can't remember them sending a mailer out to everyone in Hiroshima before they pulled the pin on that, can you? No, good point. Or Nagasaki. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. So, they, so they just cry revelation of the method, don't they? Oh, yeah. they have to tell us why. The reason that's the reason they're saying they have to tell us it isn't because they have to tell us. What they're doing is they're doing it, creating these cover stories, and then legitimising the cover stories by publishing post-dated or backdated documents or government statistics or papers and things like that. And just as they're doing that, guess what else they bring out and push through YouTube? The Mandela effect. So if you've never seen those papers before, knowing that they're backdating them, the Mandela effect explains it. And of course, all this is, you know, going on because as you're, you know, as you're getting confused by all this stuff, you think, you know, your frequency is changing and humanity is changing and waking up. And all they're doing is rewarding you that the more you lap up their nonsense, which is wholesale designed to hide the geoengineering, the more enlightened you become. You know, until you're really vibrating on all cylinders, that so much so that you look like you've just walked out of Hen Summers. <laughs> I'm ready to ascend. They are literally on the wind up. They are literally, they are literally seeding nonsense out there to hide what's going on. It is, you know, like I hope anyone who's watching this is is getting the message, and no doubt there'll be people going, "Well, you're only saying that was your controlled opposition." You know, bullshit. If I was controlled opposition, I'd be on the BBC saying this, or I'd be on all of the, uh, you know, the big truth channels. Yeah, yeah, good point. 
Yeah, I'd be on Dellingpod's channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be on the Ike's channels immediately. Yeah. I'd oh. be on all of the uh, the accounts with like four, five, six, seven hundred thousand followers that just miraculously grew as Damn. these cover stories grew. <clears throat> Are you saying you we're know, not look a at big Dr. John Campbell? <laughs> you know, he's got a big poster in the background that's that mirror that's a big blue sky that says you know, there's subliminal messaging. The NHS poster, blue sky, rainbow, two white clouds on it. The CDC logo, blue sky, full of white lines in the background. Clap the NHS. Where'd you go and do that? Where you go outside? Dan, we've blown over an hour already. Mm. You, and, uh, you know, I could listen to you talk about this shit all night. It's very entertaining. You like me being controversial. You are. You like me being controversial. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have a YouTube channel for part two (laughs) coming up in ten minutes. But it's it's sketchy. (laughs) Don't care. Hey, what's left of it? We've got a clean bill of health. It's fine. Um, I just hope they don't take it down. But had a clean bill of health. Now that's my take on it. Um, I'd like to know what you guys think. Whether that's just batshit crazy. Hey, a little. I think it's batshit crazy. I'll go out there. You're going to go on a limb. <laughs> on a limb. Can I say as well, Dan, you remind me so much of Nathan Barley. I don't know if you've seen that show from about 20 years ago. It's not an insult. I think it's amazing. But I just wanted to uh, to highlight. Nathan Barley? Nathan Barley. Yeah, like, I'll Google it. You can watch it. It's 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 an old I'll comedy. Yeah. We, we should edit in a, uh, a clip. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if I'd have known, I would have done it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, Dan, this has been fab. Um, people should follow you on Twitter if they use it and uh, keep up to date on, on the spraying and shit and uh, the astral too. Just look up. Just pick a spot, walk the dog, stand in the field, yeah. watch, a, watch a lion being laid down. The skies are clear at the By moment. By the dog. <laughs> <laughs> a lion being laid down. What have you my, got? My, he, he tends like, to take cur- the goldfish out for a walk. <laughs> he tends, tends to curl them off more than uh, lay a li- lion down. Gross. <laughs> what, what, what have you got ben what what pets have you got i've got a cocker spaniel so yeah she does like lines of turd <laughs> oh, but it you know like you've only got to look up it, the, the sky is clear today this thing is what they're doing is cyclical they let it clear the temperature drops they then gradually over the next two or three days you'll really start seeing the pictures coming in via twitter and telegram of all these people spotting it um, the French are particularly awake to this because, you know, it's a quite an outdoors nation, lots of cycling, lots of skiing, um, you know, in south of France, lots of surfing, windsurfing, et cetera. They, they absolutely know what's going on. People at windsurfers notice the difference in the wind. But just pick, when you see one of these big lines, just watch it and watch how long it takes for another aircraft to come over and another one. It's one of these things, this, this uh, you know, Kind of, I'm, I'm sort of saying people need to see this. You can't miss it. I didn't see this for a long time. I, I noticed it through 2020. They really ramped it up, but you know, there are, it has been going on a lot longer, less so in Britain, more than other countries. Um, but when you really go back through this stuff, you, you you see how prevalent it is, and it's the only thing that a lot of the big truth accounts don't talk about. Mm. And I, I find that. Suspicious. suspicious, you know. If, you're, yeah. if you if you believe the royal family is a shape shifting lizard, 
or, the, or, or you know, the queen was a shape-shifting li- lizard, and you're walking around in the countryside and you're not looking up saying, like, this is just crazy. There's something's wrong. You know, it's, it's really wrong. Like, like you, you're clearly not acknowledging or observing the obvious. And when you see it, you can't not see it. Like I say, I stood in the field, head teacher of a private school. He originally thought it was um, exhaust fumes, i.e. diesel burnt, uh, fuel burnt, whatever, you know, fuel it is, is coming out the back of these, these aircraft. He had no idea that it was a condensation response, hot engine hitting cold air, which is absolutely what condensation trails are. And then as we were talking, we were probably talking for about half hour, he stopped me halfway through the conversation. He said, look, when you first said this, I thought you was crazy. He said, but you've shown me that the government are regulating it. And while we've been talking, I've literally seen them make a cloud. I've seen five of these trails go over, layer it up, layer it up, and that's now dispersed and it's become a cloud. And he said, if I looked at that patch of sky now, I would just think it was a long, thin cloud that's maybe you know 10 miles wide, perhaps 60 miles long. Yeah. Yeah, this is well, guy's a head teacher of private school. Look to the skies, folks. Look up. Some everything can everyone can do it. Just go up and start paying attention. Because we don't mm. do it, do we? We're busy, but you know, maybe we should make well, an effort. We are. This is the thing. It's it, an issue outside all the time. Like, there's a guy on Twitter who's who's a you know professional falcon flyer, flies these falcons for a living. New hobby. And he's like, this is just crazy. Seeing it every day. <laughs> Yeah. Every day, when you sat, when you're out there with with birds, not those birds, the feathered birds, and um, you're, you know, you know what what looks right and what doesn't. Like, just take a picture. The next few days, go outside, take a picture, go through your photo album on your phone, and, and look for photos that have got these trails in it. Look on Instagram. Like every single cycling photo, every running photo, every skiing photo has got crosses and he- and hashtags all over the sky in the back of it. Go to your own skiing, cycling, surfing photos from 10 years ago, and you won't see any of that. Yeah. Well, Dan, we've blown over an hour. We've got to wrap this up. Mm. But uh, fantastic. We should come back again. Maybe not wait a year next time, or however long it was, but yeah, love to have you back. For yeah, let, let me come back when you guys have looked up. Caught up. up. <laughs> we'll, we'll Caught dip. up and looked up. You can, uh, you two can look up. I'm still looking for bodies. I'm going to do yeah. some bodies up. And of course, the caveat here is, you know, I could be whole, I could be completely wrong, schizophrenic, losing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, other people do this, but you know, I know what I'm seeing. I know how the weather's changing. Other people are observing the same. Big groups are forming that sharing these pictures, uh, and hardly any of these big truth accounts are talking about that. And that can only be by design. Well, good one. Right. On that note, we'll let you go down. This has been fab. And, cheers, uh, guys. Yeah. Cheers, Dan. Have, yeah. A, have a nice rest of your Sunday. You lot watching live. We'll be back in 10, 15 minutes. We're going to open the phone lines. Yeah, man. Maybe you want to call in and talk about chemtrails. What yeah. you make of uh, what Dan's been tell- t- telling us, you know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Have a good one, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Okay. Yeah. See you later. See you later. Okay, guys. Check out. Bye. Right, then we're back. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of mindfulness.
<laughs> the nice. mother of mindfulness. Well, that was uh, Steve Peters, was it? Steve <laughs> Peters. Steve Peters. Steve Peters. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens, that's it. Follow uh, him on Twitter. I think it's at Dan underscore underscore uh, Stevens. Link in the show notes. Imagine all the information. Oh, there's no sound. Why is there no sound? Does anybody else have no sound? I don't think I have sound, do I? Yeah, it's sound, there's sound. Look, the, the green bar is moving. No, oh, Jacob. you don't believe the green bar. Uh, no, Jacob's got sound. Unless it's maybe, could it be? Oh, look, let's play this <laughs> clip of Ben Ben in Croydon last week and see if the sound comes through. Yeah, yeah, I think that's working. <laughs> it's a kind of red stripe as well, there, Ben. Your favoured lager. That's right. I'd had a quarter of that can, and that explains my behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine it did. Um, so, you know, uh, no dead bodies before 1700. Could he top it? I think he did. I think he did, yeah, he, he did, did well. The Soviet Union was, as far as I could tell, the Soviet Union is a scam for the some kind of giant experiment in order to control or mitigate climate global warming change. I got Global Fashion House, WGS then are um, controlling the weather. And they're was, behind it all. That's pretty pretty gnarly, isn't it? If that if that if it's true, if that's just scooping up information in an algorithm and spitting out two colours. Scoop. Maybe it's you know it's picking up stuff on in chat rooms. It's not supposed to. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe they're gaming the system. The truth what do they call them? The truth is. Truthers. Truthers, yeah. Oh, look at state. I forgot to fix me bloody... Oh, look at me camera. Oh. What, what's going on here? There's a little peep then. That's me phone. I've, uh, I'm just opening the phone lines. Sorry about that. I'll, just, that. I'll just do this while I sort this. Look at Phil. Uh... Oh. Oh. Can we open the phone lines, please? Hello. Now can I handle your call? Phone lines open. <laughs> Lovely. Well worth getting that voice modulator, wasn't it? <laughs> How much was it? <laughs> it got used heavily for about two weeks. And then it comes out every six months. Yeah. Um this phil having to edit away the pillars of hercules <laughs> yeah the thing is I, I phoned in i was pissed on friday night and i phoned in to rise above no you the didn't. live stream yeah <laughs> i've been drinking since tea time celebrating my wife jacking her job oh and uh i thought yeah i'll give them lots a ring so i did and, and uh, what happened did the answer why am i so far away I've, I've, I can't just, yeah i can't be doing this that's did, what gonna have to do did the answer yeah, yeah, they had a phoning show like mm. we like this. And what did you say to them? Oh, space is faking, gay birds aren't real, chemtrails. I don't know, can't remember. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. That's a good. One. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, uh, Skypers live call on the Armist Inquisition or phoners if you're in the UK zero seven five six two two four five eight nine 
four if you want to uh, comment on what Dan was talking about or the smells. Mm. Uh, you know, burning your burning your britches. You can you can call us. You know. You didn't forget my invitation, did you, Commander? Oh. I was hoping you were free this evening. Not bad, huh, Commander? I clean up pretty good. How about celebrating over a drink tonight? I know this great little pub in Soho. Commander? Underrated actress, Jenna McCarthy, isn't she? <laughs> she really... I thought that was some good acting. Do you think? Yeah. It piqued my interest. <laughs> I thought it was believable. Right. I mean, I prefer Gemma Atkinson's acting. It's terrible actress. Yeah. yeah. She's not. Great. She's talented. Quick, sir, the Soviets are coming! <laughs> it's, it's the slipping between the uh, sheets. The um, <laughs> accents. Yeah, the accents. The sort of what well, she's trying to do estuary English, and then she goes back into her uh, Mancunian brogue. She's just showing her versatility. Uh, yeah, it, all within the same sentence. Why not? I have a feeling she's from. Surreal. She sounds like she's from maybe Rochdale, somewhere like that. Rochdale. Do you not think? Um, yeah, I think so. I oh, think Skype is not online apparently. Oh shit! Um, yeah, no, it's not. I. Uh... Wow, that's just under the technical capabilities of this show are amazing. Oh no! <laughs> I, I switched it off earlier. Apologies. I'm, I'm booting Skype up now. Did someone comment? Is that how you know? I think Very we've good. had a missed call. We've had oh. four missed calls already. Holy crap! Oh my gosh! Right, Skype's active now. Come sorry. On. Sorry, well, sorry, sorry. Come on then, Jacob. Oh, is it Jacob trying to call? It should be. Oh God! Look, Rise Above have had a 13-minute call from uh, Amish uh, film on Friday. <laughs> oh God! Oh wow! So it's oh, 19 no. seconds. Oh, oh God! Oh, gosh, I wonder who this is. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, I see him. Uh, hello, Jacob. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. How's it yes. going, man? It's been a it's been a while since we spoke. Mm. Yeah, it's it's going pretty good. I actually wanted to leave a few comments on on Mr. Dan Stevens. I think he's onto something. He may not necessarily be one hundred percent on the mark, but I think he's hovering above the target. If that makes sense, right? In, in what way? Well, with the, I do find what he was saying pretty interesting about the because I mean we all know about the chemtrails, but with the whole PR testing and how people are just kind of going to get PR testing out of fear of getting nanny sick or whatever. And it's like, wait a minute, that's pretty interesting. You know, just like a lot of that is kind of, and we do know about psychological warfare is going on. It's like, you know, that's, that's, there might be something to that, what he's talking about. I don't know. It's almost like conspiracy bingo at this point. The, well, at the same time, is there anybody in the audience or sitting over there in that room that doesn't think there's a lot of conspiracies going on? I don't know. Just so many, it gets a bit kind of grey and mushy. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely, for sure. We were saying we were saying in the interim, Jacob, that this was like a grand theory, like a grand. It's a meta. It was. It's a fresh take. You know, you can't say you you can't say more uh, less than that. It's a completely alternative narrative to what. Mm. Uh, the mainstream's telling you, and also what a lot of the conspiracy channels are telling you. So there's that oh, going yeah. for it. For sure. Now, one of the things that you had actually commented on um, about, you know, with some about the elections, right? Mm. I don't... Now, I actually, I have a premiere to do. I've got a premiere starting up here in about 15 minutes on my on my channel, but uh, so I'm not, I'm not going to be on very long. Um, but in that video, it's kind of funny you had mentioned that. I mentioned in my premiere video I'm doing that 
I don't think there's going to be elections, not like they've ever had before. It's going to be a whole different ordeal because like being in southern Texas, I passed the convoy going down to the southern border on the highway as they were driving down. I mean, I literally drove right by um, my, uh, not Mike Adams, uh, Michael Jaco driving down 35 and a whole bunch of other vehicles and trucks. And so I'm, I'm finding the, the southern border thing very interesting because like the state of Texas is not under the core act of 1876 anymore. So we could actually secede and become our own independent nation. Well, and I, in the in my video also kind of put together um, something else that just it literally just kind of fell in my lap, so to speak, um, about star alignments, you know, like eclipses and things like that. And whenever we have two solar eclipses, usually within those time periods of two solar full solar eclipses over the United States, there's a war. And it goes all the way back from the uh, 1778, like, you know, the Revolutionary War. And then we had the Civil War. Um, and then during, I think it was World War II. And now we're having having it again. And it's like, wait a minute here. What? So this is going to be our second, our second one. But it's going to be the first full one of only the United States having the full solar eclipse since our Revolutionary War back in 1778. Wow, and I believe it's centered over Fredericksburg in Texas, I think, isn't it? Um, well, it, it goes over actually it go where I'm at in Texas, it goes it'll be going right over me full totality. Totality. Wow. Yeah, I'll be take I'll be taking that day off of work, April 8th. I'll be <laughs> taking that day off. I will be out outside with, with my phone. I'll actually be doing a YouTube live. I've got um welding goggles. I used it for the last partial one that we had. But I have welding goggles that I put over the outside of my camera, so you can actually look, I can look right at the sun, and you can actually see the the eclipse kind of going through it. It'll it'll be pretty neat. So if you got anybody wants to join, by all means, April eighth, I'll be live. What date is it? April eighth. April eighth. Yeah, be careful, Jacob, because things could get crazy there. There's going to be hundreds well, of thousands of people flooding to that area on that day. Oh, that for day. oh, for sure, absolutely. Um, but the, the thing is that I find really weird is that with this whole thing with the war part going on and then all there's this big rush at the southern border trying to, you know, close it up and tighten up, you know, tighten it up and, you know, stop all the illegals from coming over. And it's like knowing that it's in a quote unquote an election year and all and us not being under that got the ruse of the core act of 1876. There's a lot of things that are like in the works right now. And a lot of people are talking about. Texas possibly seceding. Now, of course, then we run into an issue. Who's going to be the president of the Republic of Texas? Yeah, it sure ain't going to be our governor. He's a he's a bought and paid for goon. Is that is that but, Abbott? Yeah, Abbott. Yeah, whenever I hear Abbott, I think of Abbott and Costello. Like, <laughs> like so, it's like you know. Then what were they? They were a bunch of goofy clowns. So I don't. I don't even. That's yeah. But no, it's it's. I think it's going to be very interesting. And and. With them bringing so many people over, I think it's going to be a very interesting outcome with all the illegals that are already here. We know that we've got terrorists that have come over across the Mexican border with no papers, and they're given this all they were given all this stuff. And so, yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting. In fact, in in one of my videos, I did one of them is actually a, a Muslim terrorist leader, and he's literally right after he got out of jail in January. Within four days, he was in he was in Texas. It's like, oh, great, this is just fantastic. 
So he got out of jail in America. Huh? Where no, he... he got out of he got out of prison in Iraq. Right. And within four days, he was in Texas. He come across the Mexican border. Oh, see, right. Okay. Yeah, it's like what the hell. So yeah, I don't think there's going to be an election. I, in, in my video, I just said I do not think we're going to have a U.S. presidential election like we've had bef- like like we've ever had before, if there even is one. Because if we are in a state of war, whether it's a civil war, an international war, whatever the case may be, whoever is sitting as a president stays in power during wartime. Well, this is what Zelensky has done. Right. Well, at the same time, there's a lot of people that are cluing up. Where is this coming from? Who's giving the orders? Well, it's coming from the Vatican and from England. So, I mean, this this could be end up being like a a WW3 scenario, you know, eventually. I think, uh, what did I hear? 40% of the world is going to vote this year in elections. So it's a big year politically. If you 40% of... Now, 40% of what? Real people that are alive to actually vote? 40% are going to be like actual citizens of the country they're trying to vote in? Or is part of that 40% those that are also dead in the cemetery that the liberal Democrats <laughs> like to try and put in for the voting registration? <laughs> so wh- wh- how do you mean? <laughs> I mean 40% of countries, sorry, are voting. So we're having an election in the spring, most likely. Mm. There's general well, elections happening in roughly 4% of the world's countries. Now, who are you guys going to be voting on? Because we all know that um, old, old King Sausage Fingers is on his way out the door. So yeah, who would you guys be voting for? A new governor? No, prime minister, a new government. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. We so, don't we don't get to vote on the king. Unfortunately. We we don't have presidential elections. It's a different system, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So there's no yeah. So right. they're, they're the head of state and they're unelected, which is you know a bone of contention but for some. Isn't people. it? Isn't it funny how like. You have a prime like you had Boris Johnson, Mister Shaggyhead. A lot of crap happened with him, and then he left, and then they just appointed somebody, and then appointed somebody else when they didn't like that person. Isn't that yeah. kind of how it goes? You vote for somebody, and then they just kick them out, and then put some whoever else they wanted to be into power, anyways, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it happens quite often lot, that yeah. um, in the UK, I suppose. You know, it ha- happened a lot in the nineties um, with the Conservatives. It's different. Uh, it's a different perspective from America. Here, you, you're, you're told to vote for the party. So you vote for so, so it'd be like you vote for the Republicans or the Democrats, and it's almost it's almost unimportant who the leader of that party is. So if you you, you vote for Democrats and you get the Democrats in, and it's Joe Biden, and he decides to stand down, he's put under pressure from his own party. He stands down mid-term, and Gavin Newsom is elevated to the leader of the Democrats, and then becomes president. That's how it would work. In, in your system, how ours works. Right. Well, they, they kind of do that here. Like, yeah. and that's, that's where a lot of people have don't really understand, you know, Oh, you, you don't, you just vote for the party. You're either a Democrat or you're Republican. Well, my problem is, is with our country. And I've been, I'm not a history buff. At least I wasn't when I was younger. I thought it was the most boring thing ever. But now that I'm older, it's like, Holy crap, our history is important. We are not. The United States is not a democracy. We are not at all. We are a republic. So by being Republican means you are for the republic. If you're a Democrat, you are literally not for this country at all. Yes, the country is a constitutional republic. So if you're a Democrat, you're sort of, well, you're for mob rule. 
Mine is right. You're basically a socialist communist is what it yeah. basically is. If 51% of the population wants to bring back the death penalty, then that, then it happens. Might is oh right. Oh, my gosh. Well, see, the thing about Texas, Texas actually has a fast lane for the death penalty. We have death penalty here, and we have a fast track, which means if they have found you guilty beyond a shadow of a doubt, multiple people, witnesses saw you do it, you do not sit in jail for 10, 20, 30 years until you death row. You move to the front of the line, and you are executed very quickly. What's the story? There was a story last week about a guy who's on death row, and they, they tried to kill him once and botched it. And he was opting oh, for some experimental... This is nitrous, nitrogen gas, wasn't it? Nitrous oxide, is it? Laughing gas? Um, yeah, well, yeah, they wouldn't use, really use laughing gas, I wouldn't I wouldn't think. But yeah, they... Typically in Texas, they don't... I don't know where that, that story came from, but typically Texas doesn't do the the laughing gas. They'll do lethal injection. Now, here's, the, here's where they're actually kind of... I've noticed that they're kind of neat about it. They'll actually give you the choice. How would you like to be killed? Would you like to be... Firing, firing squad. squad would you like to death by hanging would you like to be you know injection you know how would you like to, and they actually give the person the choice how they want to die isn't that isn't that isn't that very nice of them it's progressive um, yeah would you i don't know i think probably hanging it's break your neck Ooh, it's got to be right. a long a long drop that's what i mean you'd have to check could i check out the facilities before <laughs> um i choose the way i'm going to die yeah, that, that better be at least a 15-foot drop for your neck pops. That's I what mean, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, you might be sitting there gagging for a while. That yeah. would suck. Uh, I'll yeah. take death by Mau Mau, I think. <laughs> Mau Mau. Uh, I'll just put a bullet. chewy sweets. That's Mau Wabs. No, it's an old joke, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, there there is a lot of stuff going on right now. I've been watching a lot of solar weather, and we've got a CME coming at us. It's supposed to hit us here on the 13th. Uh, direct impact actually, and that's Friday. We are actually isn't it? now with so now. Oh, rem- now remember when we that. have direct hits from coronal mass ejections, it when it impacts the planet, there will be an increase in earthquakes. There will be an uptick, and with that, there could also be volcanic more volcanic activity. So, and of course, with earthquakes, what what can you also possibly have? Tsunamis. So everybody just kind of pay attention. Uh, if you guys want to. Uh, Jump over and watch my video a little bit later. You'll see some of these different predictions that kind of some people come up with different predictions. I think they're kind of they're entertaining, and I do take notes and I pay attention because with me knowing what's going on with the solar weather, some of them could actually line up pretty pretty well. You know, as far as like tsunamis, major earthquakes. One of them is supposed to be predicted a 9.8 on the Richter scale on the San Andreas Fault this year, creating like a 750 foot tall tsunami which would actually be very accurate on the off the west coast of california coming into uh san francisco and pretty much eliminating it now my son is actually in california but he's north of it quite a ways he's he's serving a mission and so he's he's out of harm's way but yeah those kinds of things are things that can absolutely happen you know we've got one of them uh, a major uh tornado is supposed to hit houston according to one of them is supposed to hit houston and it's going to be like an F6, which is like unreal heard of. Well, if anybody knows anything about Houston, Texas, it is pretty much the center hub where all crude oil comes. Not all of it, but the majority of it comes to Houston, Texas. And that's where gasoline and diesel is made. Wow, I thought tornadoes stopped at F5s. <laughs> I, don't, no. I, I know that from the movie Twister. 
Ooh, yeah. yeah, when you when you <laughs> get to F five, they F five, they say you know oh, the finger of God. Yeah, well, yeah. F six is going to be like a new level, but of course, with the geoengineering, we know that's going on. It's going to be insane. Now, if that hits Houston, this country's at an absolute cripple. If F five is the finger of God, <laughs> what's F six? Yeah. The ball sack. <laughs> you just yeah, yeah. F six would be the dragon. The tea bag of God. <laughs> yeah, you'd have some famunda cheese spread all over the place. <laughs> oh fuck. How do we end the call? <laughs> Actually, guys, I do got to let you go. Uh, I yeah. got my premiere starting here in a little bit, but I just want to call and say, hey, guys, I what's, haven't forgot about you, and it's been a while. So, what's the, na- what's the name of the channel, Jacob? Tell people. Jacob of Ephraim. There you go. Check out the premiere. When's that, when's that coming on? Shortly. Yeah, in about three minutes. Oh, fuck. Ooh, wow. Okay, see Hot. you next week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for calling. Nice to hear from you yeah. again, and... Uh, Best of luck with your, your F5s and your solar flares and your... Eclipses. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm always watching. But anyways, yep. Yeah. Keep your eyes open. No fear and remember that love is the only way forward. Have a good one. Great message. Yes. See you later, Jacob. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good. Good call. Thanks, thanks Jacob. That's yeah. nice. Lovely. Yeah. Um, would you like to talk about Organite? Um, we can do again, yeah. Can you? Get, th- have I, we talked about it? I think we covered it in the break. Oh well, no one was here. Oh, well, you want to you want to talk oh. to talk Look, about it for the? It's sharp. Is this Samsonite? We got a gift. Yeah, it's what you kill uh, Superman with. <clears throat> it's got little. Uh, they're like pellets, you know. I no, they're, they're like iron filings, pencil shavings. Yeah, we got an organite pyramid sent and, from Isaac from Oregonite because that's what. The, the metal collects the organs, doesn't it? Or something? From your balls. No, that's that's deeply uh, disrespectful, Ben, mm. what you've just done there with the, <laughs> the organite. He's thrusting now. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me show the... Uh, I can, uh, Has this been up anyone's ass? <laughs> oh, <fuck>. Not yet. <laughs> there you go, look. Look at this. What was his name again? Who did that? Isaac. Isaac. Oregonite. I'll put, from I'll, Oregon. From or, Oregon, yeah. I'll Oregonite. put a link in the show notes. I was thinking, could I illuminate it? Ooh. It's, like a, it's almost like a Borg cube. A Borg Some sort pyramid. Of Borg spaceship. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I finished Voyager this week. Oh. Did you, at the end, did you manage to... Thanks, Isaac. See Seven of Nine's boobs. Was, she, there was is, that a, the there is a nude scene actually in towards the end. I think it's in episode twenty three of season seven. But you only see the back of it because you know it's do you the see family any, show. Do you see anything? You know, no. Or, you know, you know those boobs as well. They were a, they were a, a construct. They're not real boobs. <laughs> it was like a constructed boob piece inside the uh, inside the body scene. Wow! Yeah, how much? Yeah. How deep have you gone down the seven? Just that deep. I stopped there. <laughs> as soon as you found out the bait, the boobs weren't real. That was it. That's enough. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop researching now. That's uh, uh, you know impressive. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. The way I've lit it up under that bar sign. It's cool, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it well, it's no solar eclipse, but yeah, and, and it'll do. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Good. Sorry, you were talking about Star Trek. <laughs> I think we've, we've covered, covered it. Now. Oh, covered yeah. it. Well, Voyager. Yeah, I, I did watch. What did I watch today? Um, the Wolf three fifty nine episodes from uh, Next Gen. Locutus, yeah. 
Oh, I don't know what that is. I fell asleep trying to see. Oh, it's a massacre. A massacre. But they don't show the engagement. They They just show the aftermath, don't they? Yeah. Well, some things are... Down in legend. How do you know what the episodes are referring to? I used to watch a lot of Star Trek. Right. You used to be on BBC Two every day. You can remember the titles. Well, Wolf 359 is like a... A classic. A a classic battle. It was when the board came, just fucked up the entire Federation fleet. Just left them, just destroyed Wow. Just one cube. Is that where, does one Borg cube, yeah. The Federation sends all its... And does does is that when Picard becomes a Borg? He does. Yeah, he gets assimilated. Does he? Is that in the TV programme? Yeah. Or in the film? Is it kind of linked to a film? That's Nemesis, does it link to? I don't know, I can't remember. It's not very good, Nemesis. None of the films were any good, really. Very weak. Weak. I'll tell you what, in uh, movie news, there's a new Alien film coming out this year. Is there? What's it called? Alien Romulus. What? Wow. Yeah, it's not a crossover. <laughs> ah, <laughs> boo! <laughs> so it's Disney, unfortunately. Romulus so and Remus. It'll be lame, right? Okay. But uh, I think Ridley Scott's producer or exec producer doesn't really mean anything. That no, it doesn't. I think he's almost ninety. You know, Ridley Scott. Yeah, <laughs> mid eighties. You should have stuck to chewing gum. It's a. It's not a prequel. It's set between Alien and Aliens. Oh, in that wow. time period, following a, a group of young uh, explorers who come across an alien. Right, okay. So, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. You know, you mm. never know. <laughs> He's the, wincing. Yeah, they peaked in 86, come on. They're not going to be aliens. Man. Oh, look, it Game says, over, man. It says June 2, soon, 1st of March. Is, oh. it, is it June 2nd or 1st of March? Boo, 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 Ben. (laughs) Drag him out. (laughs) By his heels. Yeah, how would you like to be executed, Ben? (coughs) Just... uh... Gom Jabbar, hand in a box. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Would you like to eat yourself to death? (laughs) No. (laughs) I eat myself, like parts of me. No, just, you know, like in... Do you remember Seven? I do remember Seven, yeah. Yeah. And there's a guy in that, isn't there, who's he's gluttony, gluttony, and he has to eat. Him, he has to, he's chained to the chair, and he has to eat, and um, his stomach gets exploded, and that's how he dies. So if he's smart, he wouldn't have eaten anything and got thin, and then squeezed out the chain. Exactly, yeah. Fucking idiot. I know. Deserves all he gets. I know. Yeah. Bit harsh. Mm. I've no idea. I've not. I've not given him much thought. <laughs> Right, okay. Maybe you should start thinking about it just in case. Why? Don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, that, what Phil was uh, mentioning before, there was so there was a guy and they did an experimental execution on him which involved nitrogen. Yeah. So I thought it was laughing gas or just nitrogen gas. Right. And um, because it, it's supposed to put you in a state of euphoria. Right. Um, because you, that's that's how it works. That's why you know it's called hippie crack. You know, that's laughing gas, isn't it? Yeah. Which sucks out. So I think they do. That's what they were using. Um, but it it took him ages to die, and there was lots of convulsions, and <laughs> apparently it looked like he was in pain or something. Yeah. But you know, I thought like, they gave you like an anesthetic. Like the people first. he murdered. <laughs> no, but I thought they put you to sleep before they administer the. Um poisoned in the lethal injections yeah but this is a new new more efficient way of murdering people cruel way of killing people maiming 
Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't think. So I, I, I thought the idea is with the gas, probably cheaper as well, isn't it? Um, that it you go unconscious because of the gas. So you, there's no right. need for, um, you know, the anesthesia. I've thought about it now, and I think guillotine. <laughs> wow. Just balls out. Execution. Not my balls. <laughs> you know, we've all heard these anecdotes of people's eyes and Blinking. lips moving mm. post guillotine. There I don't must think be, I'd fancy that. There must be a, a few minutes whilst you're still conscious, mustn't there? Yeah. You look back on yourself. Oh. Yeah. There must be. You must be. Yeah. Mm. I wish I'd worn something different. <laughs> Do you know what you need? Do you know what would be the way to do it? Go on. Um, the boats? No, no. <laughs> In a submarine. Oh shit! Yeah. Because apparently you implode so quickly, you're vaporized even before the sig- the pain signal can reach your brain. So what about like ground zero of a nuke? You get a similar. Oh yeah, sort of same. Yeah, vaporize. Vaporization is what you want, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Just one nuclear bomb. Oh, in fact, you could just get everybody and set off a nuclear bomb and then execute all of the people with the nuclear weapon. You, you could Great. do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> efficient. <coughs> I'd want to go by falling off a piano stool. Is that I'd, how I'd mad go to that soundtrack as well? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how mad you get playing the guitar these days, Phil? I don't. I can't. Don't, don't even do it. I know. Uh, I just tend to laugh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on? Should we see what's coming on next? Okay. First on BBC One. Housekeeping. Do some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Today, actually, tonight. This is a value value podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some value. There's a myriad of ways of doing this. My favourite way of returning value is word of mouth, sharing links online, and uh, spread the, the word of this shit show we do every Sunday. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> you could also you, join you the You were jamming to corn. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's back in my youth. Yeah. Uh, you can sign up to the uh, the newsletter, but you have to do it manually. You have to email us. At the Amish Inquisition. We're so, Inquisition. so fucking late. At gmail.com. <laughs> we're so late. Oh, crap, yeah. And uh, Phil send would add you to the list. addressed envelope to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you still use snail mail, that's what you can do. Um, you find our content in your local library. <laughs> um, you can sign up for the newsletter. You've done that. Done that. Um, you can like, comment, sub, hit the bell, all that kind of stuff on YouTube. You can leave us a review. On oh, uh, YouTube, super thanks and... Uh, stickers. Stickers, yeah. yeah. I think Al Gore loves them. The stickers, Al yeah. Gore loves them stickers. He boosts our impressions when people do super stickers. Maybe you've, you're on YouTube Premium and it's convenient and you've got a quid or two to spare. 
It's pretty mm. good. Chuck it our way. Yes. Um, buy some merchandise from the Army Salute chest. Yep. You know, we've got uh, hoodies. I was wearing a hoodie last week. Um, yeah. It says literally a communist on it. It's ironic. It's a nice hoodie. Apparently. I didn't know that when I bought it. Um, but there we go. Um, you could get three weeks to flatten the earth t-shirt. You could get you are the carbon. Um, they want to reduce. They want to reduce. T-shirt. It's all very edgy shit. You could get a <laughs> bacon nuts mug. That's bacon nuts T-shirt. The book I'm reading now is uh, is touched on the. Is he a bacon nut? She. She is a bacon. Uh, she she's definitely a bacon nut. Francis Bacon is so instrumental, not just in Shakespeare and the KJV, but also the forming of America. Oh right, okay. How uh, many uh, how many mouths do you think those balls could feed? On that pig. How many mouths? How many mouths? Oh. Um, I'm trying to zoom in and uh, I don't have the tackers oh. that's, a, that's a big percentage of that porker no one just got a smile on his face yeah you could be wearing that down your local church <laughs> yeah enjoy uh, join the elements go to oh, Jesus <laughs> Uh, join the Element service. Yeah. I need to tell you about Element. I've used Element every single morning for over three years now. It is the way I start every single day. It tastes fantastic. So that's Chris Williamson. It tastes great. Join the Element server. Yeah, from the Modern Wisdom podcast. Uh, obviously a fan and a listener. Yeah. Do it for the lads. The lads. 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 You can send us news articles, audio clips, uh, timestamp them if they're long. You can also uh, do birthday... Shout outs. Got one. Got one. Uh, importantly, uh, it's Emma. Emma is a regular producer. Mm. Uh, it's her birthday. Oh, oh, oh. Today. Today. Oh, no. Happy birthday, you goblin. Happy birthday, <laughs> you goblin. And Emma, on her birthday, gave us a donation. Oh, so thanks that's for nice. that. That's like bringing cakes into the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Homemade treacle. <laughs> Mmm, a scone loaf. <laughs> we, we got a scone loaf on Friday. A scone loaf. It's well, exactly what it loaf. sounds like. It's a loaf of scone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of tough going. <laughs> oh, it was nice. It was moist. Oh, right. Okay. Fruity. Oh, fruit, uh, yeah. Fruity. Not a cheesy one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cheese scones. Cheese scones. Scones. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, birthday shouts. We like them. Uh, I think we've got a focus chi request. As uh, well. No, we haven't. No. Um, but retain your chi. <laughs> um, our previous guest and uh, buddy Ziggy Dan messages in the week, and he's having some health issues currently. So I thought it would be nice to maybe if we could all focus our chi in his direction for a speedy recovery and mm. yeah, general health vibes. So eyes down, looking. This is for you, Ziggy. Any other ways to become a producer? Uh, just toss us a coin. Oh, my 
Uh, why would you like ask? Literally a why would you ask if was, you're not ready? Was, oh, oh Willie G. I was. Da, da, da. Are you ready? Really never seen so artwork. sus. So sus. So sus. <laughs> Events to <laughs> electrical. We've not done artwork yet. Yeah, you can submit show artwork. We have unique show artwork every week, and yeah. uh, nothing this week. I I generated this, which I think is pretty pretty nice. I think that. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's, we haven't got an up to date beard on there no, yet have we no his beard's grown a good inch yeah or two hasn't it mm. but you know that was in it'll public do. domain so it'll do it yes nice. oh, there's chemtrails in the background yeah, yeah. yeah. don't yeah. just throw the shit together you know yeah, there is oh. some thought then wow yeah, i know it doesn't look like it but there is <laughs> <laughs> and failing all that you can toss us a coin Toss a coin to your witcher. Let's do it for lads. 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 Uh, if you go to theartmissinquisition.com, check the show notes. Um, there's a PayPal link there if you want to give us a one-off or a recurring donation. Um, people buy You can buy us a coffee. Yeah. That's a service we have. Um, the YouTube things. Mm. You can uh, send us a few bob that way. Send us an organite pyramid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Organite pyramids. Yeah. I yeah. think we have a Patreon. Yeah, we do, yeah. I never check it. Yeah, we could have thousands <laughs> of patrons by now. I'm sure we'd have had an email. Nah, if we'd had one. They'd love to. You're going to contribute to the pension. You want to keep the it in the, they want to keep it in the Patreon account so it accrues interest. Asna! Fucking Arsenal's. Yeah. Honestly. You have to check it out then. Right, let's uh, let's let's thank the producers. I think it's time. It's time to big up the man Dems. Yo, shan't take long. Uh, producers for episode three one six. We have Helen of Troy and Emma Bridges. Thank you. You're so amazing. They are, yeah, so amazing in their love. Literally, the best mate. Literally, because I'm literally the best. Mate. A communist. The dwarf, the currant, the grape, the stupid little pen. Doctor of Thugonomics. Read the standing orders. Read them and understand them. The homophobe. The wings. The giant fucking lenses. The solipsistic porn masturbator. The chest feeding. Communist. The ninja turtle, yo. The base sigma chad. The corn pop chunks. The baby penis inner asshole. These clockwork clowns. It also holds Polluter, I'll call Polluters accountable with the most ambitious environmental justice agenda ever. The dime bar. The number 11. The B-gun on the bus. The blind man. The massive girl. Big chungus. The cripple and the mother. Money bickering. From hell. It's shit day. I don't get it, never will. Are you retarded? Put on your fucking muzzle if you go to the shop. Jesus Christ. Right, thanks for your support for the week. Wonderful. That was quick. That was a quick. That was a quick run through the housekeeping. I thought efficient. I think that was. Yeah, I think we were on point there. Yeah, that's good. a good one. Good. You know, let's just get through it. Let's just get it done. Yeah. 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 Hey, if, hey, if uh, enough people donated, we'd, we wouldn't have to do it. But you got to ask, otherwise you don't get. Yeah. So if you are sick of the housekeeping, yeah, toss us a coin. Yeah, Phil's buying gold at the moment, so <laughs> I'll buy silver, surely. Oh is yeah, that sorry, not, aluminium. We're buying aluminium, aren't we? Alum, al- aluminum. Oh, aluminum. aluminum. 
Yeah. The, the root of that is lumen, light. Why does it does it light the ground as an ore? There was something to do with the Washington Monument, where the, the like the top piece had a, it had gold, silver, and aluminum. Frankincense. So uh, gold would be the representing the sun. Silver is the moon, obviously. And, obviously. Uh, aluminum is light. Lumen. Right. Okay. I think Mercury. Mercury. <laughs> what? <laughs> I am. Um, <laughs> I'm just naming metals. The uh, the top layer of the Washington Monument is Mercury. Is <laughs> square and it's 33 feet on each side. Oh, oh. gosh, we've got a got a phone call oh, coming. Hey. Private. We don't a- it, don't answer private numbers. No. Is it even working? Let's find yeah. out. Hello. Can you hear us, line one? Is there another heavy breather? Um, mm-hmm. got one just, hang, just bear with us, call it. Um, we are. Oh, no, is there anyone there? Just dealing with some technical snafus. We should test this before we go live, but mm. we don't. Is someone trying to sell something? <laughs> no, it should be working. Oh, there we go. Oh, well, yeah. That, yeah, that's not uh, working. It's not coming through the Bluetooth. No. It's... Come on, Bluetooth. Yeah, just give me a minute. Just, uh, just keep talking. Talk, uh, count to 20, caller. Caller. Just why I try and fix this. If you can hear us, caller, count to 20. Or maybe a thousand. Yeah, it's not coming through. Let me just uh, do it the old fashioned way. Can wow. you hear us now? I can hear you guys fine, man. Yeah, I don't know why. It's, it's probably my phone. Look how smashed it is. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty I'm drunk. I'm using Skype. I'll try Skype instead. It's all right. I can hold it like this. It sounds uh, good. shit, man. I'll Skype you. Come on. I'll Skype you back in a minute. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fine. 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 <laughs> Never be aggressive, man. Fucking <laughs> Ogdan. That sounds like Ogdan to me. Yeah, I think so. I think I recognise those. I'm surprised. Those I'm surprised Tony, Tony hasn't rung in this week. Tony? Tony, yeah. Sam. Sam Carnival. <laughs> I kept calling him Tony last time. Did you? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear us now, Ogdan? Or can we hear you more appropriately? Can you hear me? Yes, loud yes. and clear. Yes. Oh, that's better. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Just, uh, I missed a lot of that guy you just had on, unfortunately, because mm. he was talking about chemtrails and stuff. We had to put a boy to bed, but I have he to watch it back. basically said it was all nonsense and we should all just, you know, get back to doing our jobs. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No. Seriously? <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> oh, no. Doubt Ben, Dan Thomas. I love the beard, though. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch back. It was like a, a completely alternative narrative on everything. Yeah. So I think you you probably find you might find it interesting. You might think he's completely. What did he say at the end? Dan? Batshit crazy. You, you might think I'm fucking schizophrenic and batshit crazy. Yeah. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. That's the best bit about it. Now everyone's got an opinion, man. That's it. I like it. People are talking. People are thinking. They've all got their own take on it. What yeah. really bothers me is people getting too wrapped up in shit right now. Though. I mean, I go in and out. It's like waves, you know? You get sucked in, sometimes to bullshit, and then you sort of let go and just take a breath and it's all cool. What what issues are you, are you seeing people getting wrapped up in? Fucking everything, man. <laughs> I mean, it's all like bat shit, crazy, like that dude said. Um you can see it on Telegram. You can see it everywhere. I mean, he's always doing it before, but it's just ramping up. People are angry. People are aggressive. NPCs, there should be more of them. There's more nut jobs and 
put a techie more into themselves. There's loads of autoimmune conditions going on. There's all kinds of shit going on right now. It just seems like the, the cook has been turned up. Things are ramping up. There's something coming, something big. I don't and I, I love that brass show, man, about the Mandela effect. I think that really hits home a lot of the shit going down at the minute. Do you not think that maybe this is a perceptional thing? Because we have all this access to information in different social channels. And so we perceive, we perceive that there's more people going nuts and going crazy. But maybe that dial hasn't changed. It's just that we have more access to it now. We're in these channels where we see all this stuff going on. Whereas, you know, 50 years ago, you would just get fed what was in the newspaper and maybe the the, the uh, column, you know, where you, the letters column. So you won't be able to gauge this stuff. I think it's definitely about perception, 100%. But in fairness, in my opinion, it's never been about anything other than that. And I think that's the danger at the minute. There's a lot of stuff going on. People are seeing it. But they're too busy looking at the stuff going on and they're just missing the point. It ain't about the stuff. It ain't about what's going on, who's doing this and that one's doing that and this thing's doing this and that thing's doing that. I just think they're really missing it, to be honest. But it's not an easy thing to explain. I probably won't explain on this call. I probably couldn't share it with you guys, but I know there's people going to be listening right now that understand exactly what I'm talking about. Because it really ain't about them. It's all about you. Right. I think I know where you're getting at. We're, we're sort of... Um these issues become vectors for psychic energy or psychical energy. People are completely obsessed with these issues. They pour all this attention into it and they're forgetting why we're here. They're forgetting what life's about and they need to abandon all this shit, laugh at it, laugh it off, ignore it and start living their lives Damn right, on, my on, their, on their own terms. That is it, 100%. Yeah. And I do go in waves, man. I get sucked in, I forget, you know, so I get pulled into shit and it's impossible not to look at the sky and see what's going on. To look at the trees, what's going on, to look at the streets, look at the moss and the rouge you never used to see and the damp and the humidity, watching the sun get blotted out every day, watching people's health get affected and mood and and just I'm very sensitive anyway. I'm not gonna go into anything like too deep, man, but there's a lot. I could talk about if I really wanted to, but it wouldn't be much point because it'd just be talk. It's like being in love, man. If you ain't been in love, you can't explain it to someone what it is. You either know it or you don't know it or being a parent. If you ain't had a kid, you don't want it to be a parent. Simple as that. It's, um, I feel things. I know things. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it, really. But I've got faith. I've got connection through experience. And I live by experience and direct realism. It's from experience I speak, and I can share that experience with people very easily. Even people who've never had that experience before, but normally I have to be in their presence rather than just remotely. I've done it remotely before. Didn't lead too good to the, the guy I did it with had some bad shit the next day on the bus, and I don't want, don't want to be doing that stuff again. And um, if you're not ready for it, you can't really take people there. I'm getting a bit cryptic now. I'm talking a bit... Um, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What's, what is your sort of overarching the, theology? I haven't got one. It's life. I mean, I'm a Christian. Right. Um, a cultural Christian. But or a, Christian, the problem with that is people have a connotation of what Christian actually means. Yep. I've met many Christians. I know Christians. Um. And it ain't what people think it is. 
quite frankly. It really isn't. And again, yeah, I don't know how to put things into words. Or maybe I'm calling up at a wrong time because my, I'm so expansive at the minute. It's really hard to even put things into words. Words are so inadequate. They really are. People need to know how to feel. That's where you got to start. That's the key. you got to learn how to feel. I mean, I love the Matrix line, know thyself. I mean, it's not from the Matrix, it's in the Matrix, but <clears throat> know thyself. And that's the problem people have at the minute. That's where their energy is getting sucked by these vampires. That's why they're giving in to hate and fear or judgment or picking sides. That's why they're getting their buttons pushed. That's why our kids are lost, because they don't know thyself. And that's the key. You want to get on, get on in this this interesting, wonderful and bullshit reality that we're living in right now. Know thyself. Maybe they that's... need to uh, bring philosophy to like GCSE level. I mean, it'd be dangerous. They'll never do it. Like philosophy doesn't make good cogs uh, for a machine. We but... forget where the education system comes from, my yeah, brother. And yeah, of course we do, yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, can you imagine science if they actually taught real science in school? And languages, if they started early on, and the beauty of learning other cultures and language and the, the, the truth about language, not just how do you say, ue le bonk, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, ah, off, and all that crap, you know what I mean? I'm talking like proper, like the, the origins of language, the vibratory, the connection, the essence, the beauty of the masculine, the feminine, neutral... <laughs> Saying and how it connects into spirituality and words and scripture and experience. I mean, you could literally just put your hands apart right now and you'll feel energy between those hands. But you just don't notice it because you're unaware of it. A lot of people didn't know the color blue because they didn't have a word for it. You know, until you're actually aware of something, it doesn't appear. It's like saying you'd never even noticed it was there before until you know it's there, but it's always been there. It's right in front of your face right now. It's right there. You can touch it. You can see it. You can feel it. You can be it. It's right there, but you just don't see it. It's crazy shit. And I was there. And I had someone, this South African guy is brilliant, man. He, I was doing all these spiritual crap. I used to do my meditations and Reiki and all these things and go all these retreats and all this sort of stuff back in like the 90s and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's really weird back then. I couldn't even tell people. You couldn't even talk about this shit. It's got a lot better now. Things have grown and changed. The veils are thinner. You can start talking about all this stuff. When I was doing this sort of stuff, you couldn't even say it, man. I had a whole crowd of friends. I used to call it like um, Etzel, is what people call me. Etz Voodoo. I used to call it. They wouldn't know. I couldn't talk to them. I had a whole group of people I'd talk to and travel around the world with and do stuff with. And then I'd have people I'd do Reiki with. And then I'd um, my, my bandmates and stuff in rock bands and all that. And I play rock bass and love Cliff Burton. He's like fucking legend, man. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah I had a whole different groups of people but you can only talk about certain things with certain people depending on what level they're at yeah I was I, I was always in those sort of circles now you can really talk about shit you can really go on about it. and this, this South African guy he wound me up man because of my ego I remember he just come up to me he's like we had, we had this meditation thing we said we're going to go to Stonehenge is where we're going we're staying at this guy's house to go to Stonehenge we used to go into the, the hinge circle right. and actually sit in the circle and med- lay on the stones and meditate on the stones where this guy used to tip um, the guards, basically. We used to get early in the morning once a year and go and lay on the stones and meditate amongst the stones and that. And then we used to go to Fry Tuck Caf, which is Wicked Caf nearby and have food afterwards. And uh, this South African dude, man, I never met him before. And he he had it. 
he knows what I was talking about. But I didn't have it at that point. And he's just standing. He's like, you can't. I can see it's right in front of your face, mate. But you just, you just can't get it yet. It's right there. You can almost touch it, mate. It's right there. And I just want to punch the fucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's in my ego, you know, but he was absolutely fucking right. And when you get it and it hits you and you get up that first morning, it's like Neo going back into the Matrix in that car and everything's got that weird colour and he's just looking around at the cafe where he used to have coffee and all that shit. It's just like the whole world looks like Legoland. And you're never the same. It's a construct. Are you into uh, archaics? What do you make of our uh, Jason Brashears? Oh, he's he's a bloke like anyone else. He talks about stuff. I think he's really interesting. He's probably done a lot of shit who ain't happy with. Um, yeah, I listen to him. I listen to everyone. I listen to all things. I have people slag off the things I believe in, the stuff I talk about. It's all good. You know what I mean? Because we don't we're not here to agree on shit, man. We don't need to agree because we already know. We don't need to agree. We don't need to fight. We can all have our opinions. We can all have our own experience. And we'll get there in our own time. But it won't change shit because the truth don't change. It's that which does not change. And when you know the truth, it don't matter. You know, I don't have to judge anyone else. Or I'll take it all in, man, like a sponge. I'll apply the trivium, the quadrivium. You know, I'll take it in. I'll process it. I'll take what's useful and discard what's not useful. Apply first principles to it. And that's it. And my first principles is direct experience at the source. That sounds like a great philosophy to live by. Mm. To me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. Thanks for calling in, Hogdan. No, no worries, so, man. We, mm. we got everyone in the chat, by the way. You've got some wicked, wicked people in here. Awesome. Oh. Great souls out there. I'll tell you what. Mm. Deep, deep conversations on Telegram and stuff and all the rest of it. Awesome, awesome people. Love you all, man. You're fucking awesome. God bless you Are you going to uh, Sheep Farm in, uh, in April? <clears throat> you know what? I'd love to. I've got um, a beautiful, beautiful son. He's wonderful, but he's severely disabled. And it makes our life very, very, very difficult. Um, so I just can't get to things easily or do stuff. We don't get out very easily, do we, bro? Get out quite a bit better than my wife's just next to me now. Um, but he's, I wouldn't change it for the world, man. He's, he's fucking amazing. In fact, I look at him... And you see him and the way he sees the world, and I wish we were more like him. <laughs> because yeah. he's sensory, man. I mean, you probably get fucked up big time, run over, God knows what else. Really, <laughs> But he's so sensory and so like, he's just experiencing the realm. And we're so fucked up in construct and labels and identities. We've been so pigeonholed and compartmentalized. He doesn't see the world like that. He's incredible. And children are like that, and they get yeah. stamped out of them from birth. Yeah. And back to education, man. If we actually try to teach about spirit and God and love and truth and real science in school, can you imagine how, how our kids would develop? And that's why it never happened, man, because them fuckers can't have that. It's a world without them. It'll never happen. They'd never, you teach them the truth about who they really are. Get them to ask questions about who they really are. You see all this this stuff stamped out overnight. No knife, crime, nothing. They'll be dead, man. All that stuff. Because these kids don't know who they are. They're lost. They're being manipulated. They're being fed on on all levels. 
I'm talking all levels. I ain't just talking, you know, people or... Yeah, yeah, I'm talking metaphysical and beyond. You know, I'm not going to start quoting scriptures and stuff, but yeah, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, this shit's deep. It runs deep. And like our brother Jake was saying, man, it's coming. It really is coming. I can't tell you what. I don't know for certain. I think if anyone tells you they do, they're full of shit. <laughs> but it's coming. I can see it. It's like a quickening. I can feel it. Experience it. And the more awakened souls I meet, I mean, I can talk about stuff in the street now to people I could never say anything to. And they're more receptive now. When you talk about spending cash, when you talk about medical treatments or things like that, and things that I'm not going to really talk about on this bit, because I reckon your last stream's going to get banned, man, from, you know, Ralph a bit used. <laughs> the guy was just used, dropping the C-bomb loads, man. So you, I hope you don't you, you can. You can say those words. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but honestly, well, we'll see what happens with it. I think it'll be fine. I, I reckon, obviously, it'll be it, it'll be demonetized instantly, but I think it'll stand, that video. Well, I, I think you guys are shadow banned already, man. To be honest, because I, I don't know, I cannot understand why this channel ain't more popular. So that's that's the truth. I, I really enjoy it, man. It's, it's like a proper fixture on a Sunday night now. We love it. Maybe it's oh, a little cheers, bit man. shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best thing. Sometimes I'm pretty good. Sometimes maybe <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just like a two song. I love that. That's my best. I love the best soundbite. But I love that one. <laughs> Sometimes maybe good, but, sometimes uh, maybe yeah. shit. What can I say? It's, it's so crap, it's cool. You know? <laughs> wow. That's well, the one. Yes, love it. I'm I, mean, got, I can't have the sound up, I can see it. I'm going <laughs> to sample that. That's going to be a sound. <laughs> yeah. It's so crap, it's cool. Yeah. So crap, it's cool. Can I have Uwe LeBanc as a sound <laughs> clap? <as well? laughs> I've, I've got the time stamp. The Those role plays, we was like really over exaggerated. It's like, it's going to be things like that we used to just take the absolute fucking piss in french i loved it <laughs> but uh, there you go gents i'm gonna let someone else take up the line now because i'm, I'm nice one. hogging mm. it as hogden munch always does man uh any t- time call back next time hogden it's yeah, nice to talk to you and, pleasure uh, gents big up the beards Cheers. Yes. Matt, catch up soon. Mate. You take uh, care. Guys. Uh, all right. Dirty. Bye. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good. Right, end of show. I I've got two this week. Okay. Um, I've got um, kiss him. Kiss him on the ball sack. <laughs> nice. I like that. Right. Kiss him on the ball sack. Oh, you mean the sound clip? <laughs> no, you, you blank stare. What do they call it? Um, not napalm. Fluoride. Fluoride stare there. Mm. Okay, what about uh, gratified? I'm so gratified that you appreciate that. Thank you. A bit of overspeak. Yeah, what was the, what's the mumbling? I'm so gratified that you appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, it's a, it's. Who had the piscine? It was Putin, obviously. Putin uh, and Tucker oh, Carlson. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, I've not watched that. I've, 
That'd be interesting to watch. I watched it. I watched it. There was nothing... uh... Nothing about the strippers. Who's strippers? Well, either's, I suppose. Bootlers. Bootlers. Yeah. Strippers. Strippers from the 1700s might have been mentioned in the oh first Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, fucking, the first 15 minutes is like, let me take you back to 800, year 80. Is that Tucker Carlson? <laughs> 806 tool. The formation of the Russian country. Okay. Wow. It, was a, it was a history lesson of the last thousand years. Rasputin. Yeah. <coughs> for free? Yeah, for free on uh. Twitter. Wow. Uh, there was nothing to see here. Just smokes and mirrors. Yeah, it's, oh, it's fucking garbage. It's nonsense. Yeah. I don't buy this, uh, you know, what? Hitler. Uh, pu- Putler. <laughs> Putin, Putin is Hitler. Hitler is Putin. Freudian. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Putin. Putin's right all along. It's, it's, it's all smoke and mirrors. Well, like both sides gets my vote. It's people, get, people getting killed because of psychopaths running the show. It's the same old story. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's either, oh, well, that's a good psychopath. Our psychopaths are bad. Oh, don't, that, that, that guy, their guy's a bad psychopath. Our psychopath's good. <clears throat> mm. Fuck the lot of them. Throw them in the bin. We don't need them. <coughs> that's my point. And my what's, point the, what's, the, what's the final ISO then? That was it. I've got two. I've got two. Uh, yeah, kiss him. Two. Kiss him on the ball sack. Yeah, like that. I'm so that, gratified uh, that you appreciate uh, that. Uh, Thank you. I'd have to be the first one then, won't it? Because then the other one's just a bit mumbly. Yeah. We're just doing this for your own good. Okay, we'll do. We'll have kiss him then. And the Wicked Witch of the West. What's that? Um, <laughs> Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah, Jordan. it's from. It's, it's on the board from last week. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wow. That, was, that was one of last week's. Good He's one, that, isn't it? high pitched. That is a good one. Happy birthday, you goblin. <laughs> no. <laughs> End of show, assholes are all sky blue. Birthdays are green. We're just doing this for your own good. Oh, oh you're boy. gay. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, then. Fun. Good. Should we wrap this uh, shit show up? I don't think anyone's calling in. No. no. I think the line's closed. Oh, we're, we're close to an hour. Because there was a lot of nonsense at the beginning of the stream, wasn't there? <laughs> so, uh. Apocalypse Water. No, it's, no idea. it's at Apocalypse Water. You have to read back through these comments. Oh, another piece of uh, news Bob Osborne's film has, has dropped on YouTube. You know, the, the oh. award winning oh. award <laughs> award-winning documentary. Do you get pregnant if you watch it? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go. It's a need... trap. Oh God, here we don't go. Don't watch it. into character. <laughs> um, yeah. Which he's a he's a Wiccan, isn't he? What is he? Wikiwawa. Bob. What what does he do? He can see in the future. Or something. He Remote everything. viewing and stuff. This, uh... And is he like half a giant as well? It's part Nephilim. Part Nephilim. Nephilim. Which part? <laughs> the big part. <laughs> the ball sack. <laughs> On the ball sack. Nephilim ball sack. Mm. Yeah, I think he's part medium, part Nephilim, part large. Wow, okay. Part vagabond, rake. Yeah, scoundrel. Pack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his, his uh, documentary. Is it called, is it named after the book? Xenor, Spirit of Place, I don't know. Xenor. The Trigurthan documentary. I'll put a link in the show notes. It, it won't be there now, but if I remember, I'll 
And who is I'll it? Drop him. Is it about who was it about again? D.H. Lawrence, I think most of it. Yeah, but there may be some Crowley stuff in there. I and he was like into all of his uh, the esoterica stuff. The trigger sex magic. Mm, right, very okay. much so. The sex magic. Yeah, I'm mm. gonna watch it. I've not watched it yet. I shall watch it. Mm. I imagine it'll be good. Do you think yeah. it'll be more than two mats? Oh, surely. Better than She-Hulk. Wow, fuck. Good luck. I know, yeah. Phil's just scrolling now, so... Right. It's, like, it's, like we're, it's like asking us to do something, Ben. Uh, he's not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't looking for anything in particular. Just, uh... He's just sitting in silence, seeing how long we can get <sighs> a silence in the podcast for. It's nice to have a bit of silence. You can listen to your own tinnitus. Mm. Yeah. Right, well, it's been lovely. I think I'm losing my voice. You are, you're a bit croaky. You've been doing too much healing this week. Probably, I'm I'm spent. New job. Got a new job. Oh, yeah, I got a new job. Well, yeah, I've not actually spoken to anybody. Are you a Lancashire healer? (laughs) Let's speak (laughs) in. Yeah. I make shoes. Right. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I went shopping this afternoon, got a new coat, dog walking coat. Oh. We're from the, mid, the middle aisle. Is it a wax jacket? No, it's, um, I think it's called, it's by someone, it's like D2B, like death. Oh, no, dare to be or yeah, something. That's, uh, death go outdoors, right? From go out, yeah, it's a skiing, yeah. like a skiing jacket. Wow. For walking the dog. Is now that like, winter's over. Is it red and Do you green? wear skis when you walk in the dark? <laughs> he could pull me. I bet he could. Oh, probably. A sleigh, yeah. Are you? Did you? Did you cave on the other giant dog? Are you going to get a giant friend for him? I can't. Yes. Well, I could, but I don't think she would. The problem is, is going away mm. on holiday because Zeus goes to grandma's. Oh, and right. I, I don't know if they could manage. Well, they couldn't manage two giant dogs. No, they won't be able to walk them mm. safely. Um. Well, I mean, they could if they had plenty of chicken. You know, all you need is food. The dogs will do anything for chicken. Chicken seat. You know, so I'm trying to talk myself. I'm talking myself into it now, aren't I? What kind of chicken do they eat? Do you cook chicken? Do you feed them cooked chicken? No, I don't, no. Oh, right, okay. But I don't need to get, I just have to speak to them and they'll do my speak bidding. Speak to me, chicken. Obviously, if, you fuck, if you've been walked by grandma. Mm-hmm. You take some chicken with you. Yeah, it's a bribe, just in case something happened. I don't know. Mm. Um, Savage a child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the licking. Yeah. You scratched my nose, have you seen my nose? Yeah, I just thought you'd burnt it on the end of it. Oh, right, yeah. Cigarette. Oh, it's a dog. (laughs) Scratched me. He swiped you. Indeed, are they? Yeah. They're pawsy dogs. Well, he has rough paws. Mm. It was. It wasn't a nail. It was just the pad. Was it? Oh, wow. so rough. Jesus. Yeah, like sandpaper. Eighty grit. It was. Yeah. Yeah. This, what kind of big dog would you get? The same. Same make. Well, so I found. Well, we found one at the rescue centre. Where uh, are you going to put it? I think. I think there's not enough room in my house for a cocker spaniel. Sometime. I think we've got a dog bed. They just go in there. They stack them. Yeah, I think they stack nicely. <laughs> I think they sort themselves out. You're right. Yeah. 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 Imagine what the fun and games they would get up to trying to find cans of food. Jesus. Oh, come on, man. Oh. Hello. 
Is anyone there? Um, we've already spoken to you, uh, Jacob. Uh, yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> however, my uh, my premiere, was, it wasn't a very long video. It was like 22 minutes. But I, was that Hog, Hog, Hodgden Munch that was on just a little bit ago? Yes, yes. the one and only. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. How you doing, mate? Good job on there. And one of the things that he said, I, I wanted to kind of reiterate this. Not just you guys, but there are a lot of channels or podcasts, whatever, you, you know, any kind of social media platform when we're talking about truth or even just having conversations, well, what if it's this? What if it's this? Because we're questioning narratives. We're questioning stories. And some of us are putting truth out there. There are some of us that are intentionally being suppressed and screwed with, including yourselves and myself and other channels. And I know this to be true. I've been on other channels having discussions. I've been on your channel. I've been on Rise Above, Esoteric Knights of Malta. I've been on um, a couple other channels talking about not just solar weather, but also things that are going on that other people aren't necessarily paying attention to. And yet my my subs, some of the people on my like very loyal subs, they notice that they get unsubscribed consistently and they have to continuously rescribe, you know, resubscribe to my channel. And, you know, they'll hide the content that's that's being out there, even though people will search for it. So it's this is going to be an uphill battle. And now uh, I have a Rumble channel as well. Same same name, Jacob of Ephraim. But Rumble has now actually just been purchased by the one and only BlackRock. <laughs> oh, is it? Wow. So yeah, so. Didn't know that. That'd be interesting yeah, so, to see yeah, what so, happens. So with that being a, a fr- more free platform to be able to speak and have a channel and do things with, guess what? Nope, BlackRock's paying attention now. So one of my videos that I have on my Rumble channel actually talks about BlackRock and Vanguard and, and these guys and the stuff that they're doing. So we'll see if they uh, notice it and they pull it down. <laughs> I'm actually kind of concerned about that one now. You never know. Something else will pop up though, right? It always does. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a um, a platform. I don't know if you guys can have it in the UK. I don't know. It's called Brighteon, and I've cons- seriously been considering uh, joining it. It's actually pretty big here in the United States. It's getting bigger, but it is an absolutely free platform where you can talk anything you want, however you want, and there's no limitations on what you say. There's no you don't have to worry about censoring yourself. It is a censor free platform. Have you guys ever heard of Brighteon? No, it's new on me, that. No. Yeah, it was uh, it was invented by a man by the name of Mike Adams, and he has he also has a channel on there. Mike Adams is a really smart guy. He's, he's actually got a laboratory right here in Texas where they do lab testing on, like, different products and stuff at the store or, like, water, shampoo. Like, they have their own product line of, like, deodorants and shampoo because they want stuff that's all natural so that you're getting away from chemicals. Like, the guy is, like, really smart, and he's got a really good operation going on there. So, yeah, you guys might want to look into it. Yeah, we will, man. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, so just to kind of reiterate on what Hosden much was saying, yeah, you guys are you guys should definitely be way bigger than what you guys are, uh, not just in the UK, but, I mean, I would say worldwide as well. Just like, I mean, I, I don't think I should be as large as what you guys should be um, because, I'm unfortunately, I'm stuck in the matrix. I would love to have sponsors to be able to do this full time and just research and just put content out. That would be great. Um, but, and I, I kind of want to monetize, but at the same time, I don't, because I know that when I monetize, there's going to be ads and commercials and stuff going on. And I, I don't know how they work that I don't want certain things going on for ads on any of my content, because I don't feel that I feel the truth should be free in in a way. Do you know what I'm saying? So it almost kind of feels wrong to be monetized to just speak truth. 
I, you, know, I, you know what I'm saying? I had to think long and hard about monetizing the channel. And my theory going into it was that if if YouTube is making money off us, they're more likely to push the content. And I've seen this in real time with super chats and super thanks. So like we had a video that got something like three super thanks and it had something like uh, two orders of magnitude more impressions than any other video that year. So it's like YouTube saw that, saw that people were putting money, donations into this video and it pushed it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's not happened since because we don't get a lot. But you know that's the way it, that's the way it is. But so yeah, I know I know I know what you think what you're saying about the skepticism and monetizing. My point of view is well, you can go and watch it on Rumble, BitChute, all the rest of it, where it's not monetized. And I would love to have a website that hosted it all, but we can't afford it because of the, we don't get enough donations and whatnot. So oh, I would, yeah, I, sure. I, I'm more than happy to put everything up for free. But my theory was, if we're monetized with YouTube, they might give us a push. I don't know. Well, you know, well, you know, you can actually. I'm actually monetized on Rumble, and that's oh. funny. You can monetize on Rumble, and so far I've made thirty three cents. Wow! <laughs> How do you get such big numbers? We yeah. need to know. Thirty three. I, I don't know, but I mean, thirty three cents. I mean, I'd look at the thirty three, and I'm going, hmm. <laughs> so, Straining the slush fund. Yeah. 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 I mean, I might be able to be a, buy a car here in a week or two with that kind of money. Wow. <laughs> well, Jacob, thanks but for anyways. We, Yeah, we're going to have to sign off. It's getting late over here. Mm. Yes. Anyways, yeah, I did. I, as soon as mine was over, I was right back with you guys. I, I, I love y'all's channel. I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the comments. I always try to talk with everybody uh, as well as y'all, and I have not been on for a while. So I was like, I'm. I'm so calling in tonight. So, anyways, mm. big up. Oh, hey, look at that. You got some super chats popping up now. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, nice. see, 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 it was meant for me to call in so you guys could get this yeah. and it'll push it for you. There you go. Well, wow. I'll, I'll let you know next. I'll let people know next week if it has some bearing. Mm. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, well, Jake. You guys have a good one. Yeah. yeah take care. You. Let's go. He's Does he come? He's gone. He's gone. We're clear. Oh, oh there we go. Nice one. Yeah. Nice one. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sun's wow. getting low. Thanks yeah. for those super chats, guys. That's yeah. very Fucking kind. Helen. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah. And uh, Helen. Is it Helen? Helen the raccoon. Yes. <laughs> right. I suppose we better uh, we better end this shit show, aren't we? Yeah. We can't stop here all night. Not forever. We can't stop here all night. You can't turn the clock back. Okay, we can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the clock back. I know it's after midnight. We can't turn the clock back. God, no, you can't turn the clock back. No, not on that clip. I oh, can't oh. turn the cock black. Black? Oh. Are you not entertained? I should fucking help so. Yeah. Right. you are. Yeah. Thank you. We're just doing this for your own good. Uh, we'll be back next week. Probably. Yeah, I think yeah. we've got a... I'm looking forward to... I'm, I've not heard from the guests for a couple of weeks, but fingers crossed uh, everything is, is good and it'll be... I think it'll be really fascinating. Is it Terry Nutkins? It's... He's dead. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Congratulations on becoming a doctor of thugonomics. <laughs> he was a, a base... Based Sigma Chad. Right. Okay. Or, or Nutter, wasn't it? Nutter, was it? It was a base Sigma Chad. Well. 
There you a go. sussy, chungus pirate from Basildon. <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's right. sign off. Yeah, we're yeah, going to go, man. Right. Yeah. Bye. 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 You got caught sucking your fingers on the bus. Thank you for watching. Don't you take it out of A sussy, chungus pirate from Basildon. I never sucked any ding-dongs. Come on, man. I think you're hitting hitting the point, Phil, that, uh... I'm too fat. I'm too stupid. <clears throat> uh, it really bothers me. Uh, I'm too lazy. I don't get out of bed in the morning. Uh... Because I, I believe I, I have an issue in this respect. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Smoke drugs. Give me money. <laughs> and these guys, I mean, they're having fun now, but my goodness, they've also got a dark side. I know, I know, I know, but we'll, uh, how, how, we'll, uh, we'll pull the energy. I'm full of energy. Until I jerk a knot in your ass. Anna El Etifaki, see you soon. Kiss him on the ball sack.